All right. So before we recorded this episode of the podcast, Pablo happened to take a look at my notes for this episode. And he texted me. And he said, quote, Use a old jaded ass gamer. End quote. And I got to admit, you guys, I felt that. I felt every piece of it. And I liked it. So why don't you get grumpy with me as we talk about the first few days of E3. We're going to go over the Summer Games Fest, Ubisoft Forward, Gearbox Entertainment's quote-unquote presentation, Microsoft and Bethesda Showcase, and Square Enix Presents. So, get ready. I'm going to talk a bunch of shit, and Pablo's going to talk me off the ledge this time. That's cooldown time for you, but that's E3 for you too. Let's get it. I've been told E3 smells like BO and Crush Dreams. Well, I haven't showered in days, and we're recovering from a global pandemic in the United States of America. Oh, and also coronavirus. Uh, so I got the BO and the Crush Dreams <laughs> all covered. So welcome to episode eight, part one of our E3 blowout. With me, as always, is Marco. Marco, how's it going? Uh, you know, just feeling grumpy. Just feeling like a jaded old <laughs> oh, gamer. No. That's oh, that's what I that's what I called them earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, but now we'll get into that uh, after the weekend excitement and disappointment, and everything in between. Marco and I got you covered. We're gonna talk about the summer game fest, UB Forward, Xbox Showcase, the Square Enix Show. We're gonna forego the traditional segments and move right into checkpoint chat. Yeah. Don't worry. Within each of those things, you're probably gonna find pockets of booty juice. Oh yeah, uh, that we're gonna serve up to you guys. Marco, you ready? <laughs> I love pockets of booty juice. That sounds delicious. Ooh. Let's do it. Let's do it. Go ahead. You go. Let, let's go ahead and have you kind of like uh, kick it off with the summer game fest stuff. Yeah. So you know, I, admittedly, I, I didn't really catch uh, a lot of the um, summer games fest. I was just kind of. It was one of those things where I, I felt like it was probably going to be a lot of talking, a lot of fluff, a lot of indie shit. So I really just kind of waited around to see what the big maybe two or three things were and and honestly the only two that stuck out to me uh was was elden rings um reveal and um and death stranding's director's cut actually i want to start with death stranding because i want to get your thoughts first as as a big fan of death stranding like what what you're kind of what you're making of this i mean we don't really know anything about what this game is actually going to be in terms of director's cut but i guess my question is is do you think we need this game and if so what what do you make of it? I think a lot is being made of this because of it's Kojima and, mm. and the whole trailer uh, that he offered up after talking about nine eleven, which was really just so Kojima esque and and really I think it was just a t- putting a lot into that everybody is uh, and myself included with the whole he takes the box out he, he gets in it takes it up put it away it's his handle with care you know the allegories and everybody's talking about how he's just putting away uh, Metal Gear Solid and focusing yeah. on things like you know I think he just used that as a moment to do that but honestly I think all this is is a next gen upgrade mm-hmm. and then maybe he'll have some additional uh, levels there's definitely a new boss type a new, a new, uh, a new, a new uh, enemy type that they're showing, uh, but I think this is just completely overblown. It's a simple like upgrade to the next gen version. Oh, and but he doesn't do simple. 
He has yeah. to do this, and he took this moment because he probably has nothing to show in all of E3, and took this very moment to to be very Kojima. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, I can't blame you. I can't blame anybody, and nobody can blame me for taking this and just running with it because it's what he wanted us to do. Exactly. I mean, yeah. They could have simply been like, oh, by the way, Pace 5 is getting the upgraded version of this and it's going to have this map and it's going to have these new enemy types. The end. But no, no, no. Koji even don't rock like that. He, he's got to do a little bit more. Yeah. I think what I'm most curious about is, is if he's going to make a game that basically means we're going to have to pay for it again. Or if we're going to have to pay right. some premium to get yeah. whatever director's cut content that's going to be and what it's going to cost. Like, I guess that, that's where I'm kind of at. Because, you know, thinking about like just what just recently came out, which was the Final Fantasy VII Remake um, PS5 version, which was a free upgrade, no cost. It was just a very straightforward, um, you know, Getting the upgrade on the PS5 was a bit of a pain in the ass, as Pablo was uh, ranting about with me. Oh but, my gosh. but, 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 in saying that, you know, is it going to be that simple, or is this going to be some excuse to try to milk a few more bucks out of us for something that really isn't maybe worthy of being called director's cut content? I mean, if I'm paying for more yeah. like story exposition, I think I'm good. <laughs> you know, yeah, but. I mean, there's there's no there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be repackaged, rebranded, resold to us as a new experience um hmm. and it won't have enough to to merit that i mean there's no other reason other than kojima being kojima to right. call this a director's cut which many of us in, in who like video games see him as the most like the best video game director of all time or at least the most front-facing one right and yeah. so to call something your game a director's cut that means a lot i would be shocked if this had a lot of new content um, hmm. But regardless, I would not be surprised in any way, shape, or form if this is resold, even at a cheaper kind of level, even of an upgrade fee of $20, $30. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that at all. And, and it's shitty, yeah. it's lame. But, I mean, I'm th- I'm sure Sony's all about it because, you know, if that is, yeah. it is what it is. You know, yeah, they don't might really as well. have a – yeah, you exactly. Use the IP, use Kojima while you can. I mean, yeah. it, it depends. I mean, if he does something cool where he adds a whole different chapter to the game at the end, you see some type of like epilogue content or some um, some chapter, you know, with a different character to kind of fill in some gaps with the story or add a little bit more to it, then that's cool. But if it's just going to be a little tease. little quality of life stuff and little add-ons and tweaks and fixes and stuff, then that's just that's more of a definitive edition of a game than a director's cut. I think that that billing is yeah. again Kojima so obsessed with the film. Um, you yeah. know, it's the film scene that he wants his stuff to sound like that in a sense. So, and it's I mean, weird. Look, we're coming, we're coming off the Snyder cut of yep. a movie, and that yep. completely changed that movie. Like, completely mm-hmm. changed that movie. So, if he has something ready that's going to completely change the game, like mm. on a, like on a story level or anything like that, I'm here for it. I'm ready to see. But mm-hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I think he would make a bigger deal if this was like. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and and and, and here's some things that I wanted to add, and it's gonna yeah. kind of recontextualize the entire story and the entire world. Now, I, I, there's no way that Kojima would have missed a chance to to do that, and so, <laughs> you know, I I definitely think that we're going to uh, uh, see something that's not as massive as a Snyder cut, but more of a definitive edition. Yeah, with the director's cut kind of slapped on there, and we're gonna have to pay more money. Which, by the way, love that game. 
I'm not doing that. I mean, I, it Ooh. has to be. It has to, no. It has to. I mean, because look, I I like that game. I, there's I I don't go back to games to play like a um, like a like a segment of it, like a boss rush segment. I don't do that for for story driven games. If it's anything like that, I'm not gonna do that anyway. Mm. Uh, so even if it's free, I'm not gonna go back to play it. So it has to be like a like you said, a new story chapter, a new character even, or something that expands the story further and bigger than what it was then, you know. Uh, gotcha. So we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see. Well, I know um, what you are going to be yeah. getting, uh, and, and it sounds like you're going to be getting all up in that ring. Um, so before we do that, because I think that's oh. the biggest that's the biggest one here, I, I kind of want to touch on a few things. Oh, okay. And okay, that, go for it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's um, – uh, Jurassic World Evolution 2, which we've seen since then a whole bunch of times, but it was first announced here uh, on on uh, in the Game Fest uh, show. And I, you know, Evolution, I played it on. I played the first one. You know, if you like those kind of games, they're actually really like they're interesting games to play in that way. Uh, you know, the park builders, but they're also mm-hmm. uh, part like uh, you're, you're breeding animals and stuff like that. And you're yeah, trying I tried to find the first ways. one. It wasn't actually that bad. Yeah, and it also ran on Switch, so it's pretty... I mean, it's actually one of those things where I'm definitely not... I can't say that I'm looking forward to it, but if it comes out and happens to be on Game Pass, that's that's something that we can pick up. And the other one that I want to kind of touch on is Salt and Sanctuary uh, Part 2, which is a side-scrolling Souls-like game. The first one was unapologetically... You know, it, 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 a Souls game. It really was. It was a side-scrolling Souls yeah. game. It was really good. Uh, this one looks even better than the first one, and it has co-op, uh, online co-op. So that's something interesting there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for anybody who is into that, uh, and that's pretty much uh, other than what was the that uh, Anna Cruises? Did you see that that four-player? No. Uh, no. It's that four-player Left for Dead-like game. Uh, another well, we'll get to like. those Left 4 Dead likes but, in a little while. <laughs> but this was like this was like unapologetically that you uh, know it's 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 really that's what it is. Oh uh, boy! But yeah, and then the Tales of Arise uh, tr- uh, trailer, which I'm looking forward to that game to begin with. So that's it. Gotcha. Uh, oh, they also showed off uh, Baptiste and Sombra's new look for Overwatch 2. It was just a small little segment where they showed like uh, it, it's fine. It, yeah, you know, I, I just want to play the game now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. So yeah. So yeah. the Elden Ring. That thing. So, you're you're the you're the Soulsborn lover uh, yeah. and admirer. So I'll, I'll let you kind of you know jump in first, and then I'll 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 chime in and, and let you know what I think about the old man ring. Game. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things with the with this with the trailer that came out was a lot of people were saying that this game visually wasn't up to snuff, or it wasn't one of those things where, hey, this looks as incredible as a next-gen. Well, I mean, that's true. It looked good in spots, mm-hmm. uh, in other spots not so much. I did go back and watch it in, in uh, a better quality, and it looked really, really good in spots. It looked not so great in others, but for me, th- these games are always uh, prioritized gameplay and story uh, over anything else, and the gameplay, because these games, when you look at From Software, you, you never hear games that have bugs, glitches, uh, because they literally cannot. If they have any kind of those uh, frame rate drops or glitches, it would ruin the experience of the game because the game is about precision. Uh, but for me, the trailer itself was great. I, 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 I loved it. But really, 
overall was the fact that it kind of confirms its its existence and everything that they promised they're showing that for example it's open world mm-hmm. uh and uh the the look of the character the look of the 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 uh, the b- bad guys, the bosses, all that, all looked incredible, and it's just delivering on that promise from a from software game. Uh, yeah. I was a little worried because they weren't talking about it, you know. Uh, and now they, they they finally are talking about it. You got our uh, R.R. Martin, uh, even if he's writing descriptions uh, of of a weapon or anything, they they took that extra step to do that, and, and they never had a problem with with story in that way, descriptive stories. They they were always really good in that. And one thing that I kind of noticed about the trailer is there was a lot of voiceover work, uh, mm-hmm. which is not something you see very much in these games. You you see the one girl in the beginning talking about being whether you're this or that, a uh, something that needs to come from the light to the dark, any of these yeah. little very common phrases used in a high fantasy yeah but exactly there was more there was more to that in that there was a lot more um it looked like there was boss like it was like an encounter perhaps it looked like he was talking to you yeah. or explaining something there, there just seemed to be more story when it came to Elden ring uh and uh, you know being that i am a a fan of the from software games this looks like that next natural step into the bigger kind of form of game where open world and all that good stuff and i'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to uh to that uh so i know that uh, i know that you're not the biggest if not at all uh a fan of these kind of souls games so what did you think about this yeah i mean you know I, i've always had a respect for for souls like games i think that they are they are very good games. There's no question. It's just that it's a matter of whether it's for me or not. But I, I'm always curious to see what they're doing. I think what aggravates me the most about you know these games is that a lot of times they get that almost like the Nintendo tilt with with um, with fans where where right out of the gate it's already the darling of of the media. It's already the darling of the fans, and you know. That trailer didn't exactly fill in all the blanks and instill a bunch of confidence in me that it was going to be a great game, but somehow, miraculously, everybody else just knew it's going to be amazing, and and we don't know. Um, I mean, now, since then, um, a Famitsu interview has come out with Mizuyaki, and he talked at length about some of the finer aspects of the game, and now I can kind of start to piece some of that together as far as, like... The multiple endings, um, higher degree of freedom, optional bosses, um, battle arts returning from uh, Dark Souls 3, um, a lot of different things. And, and it's it's helped me kind of piece together what I think the game is, is going to really be like in its execution in my mind. And I, 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 I get it now, but I don't think that the trailer itself at Games Fest was like the, oh, it, this is it, game of the year, um, like no, a lot of people yeah. said. So, um, what I will say is I think that the art style is beautiful. I think it's going to make up for what some of, uh, you know, the lacking areas of the graphics themselves are. Uh, it, I think it is cross, um, cross gen, if I'm not mistaken too. Yeah, so, it is cross gen. Yeah. Yeah. So you can only really expect so much. Um, I think and this game that, has been in development for a really long time. Yeah. And it, it, you can kind of tell, you can kind of yeah. tell that it, it, it's been in, it, you know, it's been cooking for a while. Um, and, and I think to that point, I think some of the, the little splices of combat that I saw um, looked like what you'd expect, you know, the, the yeah. usual, you know, sword shield kind of dodge rolling stuff going on. I think that's honestly what sort of worries me the most too. Um, I'm sure there's gonna ha- there's gonna be some type of you know diversity to the combat. There usually is with these types of games, so there's no like one approach only. But I no, just right. think seeing more of that just kind of went made me go ugh. 
Okay. I mean, some of the stuff with, like, the exploration and the open world, the horse, um, the, the, the mount, you know, kind of appearing out of nowhere, that stuff is pretty dope. And I think that's going to make traversing through the world kind of interesting. But the combat, to me, just kind of felt like, yep, yeah, that's that's what I thought, you know, for better or for yeah, worse. As, yeah, and I think as a, as a Souls fan, I would be, personally, I would be upset if they changed the combat. Uh, because for me the challenge of the game and i know this is kind of just like ugh, people roll their eyes but the 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 (laughs) difficulty of this game of these games makes the game for me you know it's the reason why i play it and i know that a lot of people uh, which is fine because i get it i was never a fan of these games at first uh but i like that the game is difficult i like that the game is fair i like the game is very much about you pick this approach okay you must master this approach because mm-hmm. you have to be able to, to, you know, if you pick speed, then you have to be able to be, uh, you know, to get out the way uh, of these certain attacks, of find these uh, f- frames where, of a visibility when you're, you're coming into the attack. Yeah. All these little things that are, are, are part of that, I, I think that are very important. To, I will say that uh, the game cooking for so long makes sense because it is a open world game. So they're, mm-hmm. probably going, it's, they're probably going to be way more encounters than ever before. So to that, I will say that I wish that there, I hope that there's a little bit more of a difficulty spike and a lull. Uh, so when you're going around the open world itself, discovering whatever the, the case may be, I, it would be a real pain in the ass to go into like a, a open world section and, and just kind of explore just going down this path. And there's nothing there really to, to narratively. Oh, and okay. there's just one yeah. skeleton thing that kills you in two shots. You know mm. what I mean? It would be more like, okay, it's probably easier in the world, you know, to, to kill enemies. or whatever. But when you go into these segments, these sections uh, of the world itself that are, you know, go here and go there. Like, like, you know, the actual dungeons, if they have that, right? That the difficulty of that actually show, rears its head there rather than just kind of going from point A to point B. Because that would be... That, I mean, let's say you're on the other side of the map and you die. You have to go back there. Yeah. It, it just There's Ugh. a lot of that stuff that's like, what's going to happen with that kind of stuff? Like, is it going to be like they're not going to change anything and it's just going to be that more much, that much more frustrating? I mean, we'll see because... Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that would be insane, but... It, <laughs> because they got to get around these oh, things. Boy. It's When you op- play an open-world game, there's there's a reason why you can pretty much save anywhere because, yeah. you know, if you're going from here to there, you're just going to stop playing, whatever. But if you're going in an open-world game and you have to find a, bon- a bonfire to save the game Duh. itself and you're <laughs> been traveling, you know... Uh, and if they're, they're going to be everywhere, then what's the point of having them if they're just yeah. going to be everywhere? Are they just going to exist within those dungeons and areas to, to keep you there? And in the open world, you can save freely. Like These are the kind of things, uh, little quality of life stuff that I hope that they figure out since it is their first open world game in this genre. Yeah. That they're actually able to, to, to make this game a fun experience. Right. Don't be a pain in the ass it, for the sake of being a pain yeah. in the ass. Does yeah. not make it bigger, better, but also because it's bigger, better. These things that were once not a problem mm-hmm. are now a, a huge problem. Oh, or fuck. yeah, that'd be so that'd be so fucked up. <laughs> or or the, the 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 open worldiveness is a little bit has been greatly exaggerated to an extent, perhaps, and it's See, not as open as we, I, as we I, think I'm, it is. I'm worried about that because the way that the Famitsu interview went was like it said there was like six different 
open areas and then some dungeons within those areas. But it made it seem very segmented, at least the way that it was kind of transcribed. So I don't know if that really, I mean, you know, it's still it's still kind of go anywhere, tackle however you want, whenever you want type yeah. of way. But if if the open world is really just kind of, you know, deceptively just different stages, but just, you know, interconnected, then that would be a little weird to me. Like, yeah. So I, I don't. I, well, the games are set up that way, where because one of the things that I'm looking at, and I've kind of started, and I saw that that interview as well, is I think that it, it there'll still probably be a hub world, like there always has been in these games, uh, and then there's also probably this thunderstorm going on here, so it's like <laughs> it's coming down. Uh, so uh, it's either going to be where it's still hub world, and then each you go to these, each places, and in each of those little levels, it's a it's a big open world. I mean, right. it could be. I just don't want it to be small. I mean, because the way they're talking about it, the open world part of it got to be a little excited, to be quite honest with you. Mm. So if it's six open sections that are big enough to be open world, and within that, there's different ways to tackle each of those things, I'm down for that, for sure. Okay. But I, I, the quality of life, man, they still have to have those. I, I don't want to be playing for hours and hours and hours just exploring the area and not be able to save it because you got to find a... yeah. Yeah, or or some goofy bonfire. shit like like you're you're trotting along to the next area and then in the middle of the open world you get like a brief like two second loading screen, like oh yeah that, yeah. that kind of shit like uh we can't do that we we can't we can't yeah, have that I kind mean, of look, thing. Again, these games, f- for better or worse, these Souls games are usually rock solid mm-hmm. when it comes to performance. So I'm not going to worry about that. And and one of the things I want to kind of bring up with you and and I don't think it's right. But is when you said, well, you know, already crowning it the darling of the, you know, of the show, um, it's because they don't miss. From Software doesn't miss. They have not made a bad game in this genre. However, I, every game should be treated on a case-to-case basis. Just because that game well, that's is my good, point. this game, yeah, yeah it shouldn't be. Because yeah. I mean, look, I mean, there's there are plenty. A, a Bioware was lauded for many many years as a, a can't miss studio mm-hmm. and all they do they can't make anything now they yeah. literally they, <laughs> they they're literally breaking studio. everything yeah it's just br- everything's yeah. a brick everything's yeah. airball yeah anthem, exactly airball they clanking out it's, here yeah, I, yeah I, I, I think the thing with me is like okay look you know this was this was or it, i guess it is uh, a cross-gen game so you know this was technically doable on last gen so yeah my question is what what do fans of, of from software want out of a next gen experience and is this yeah, game going to be able to provide that or not or is uh, is is the premise carrying this game more so than um you know what it's doing to take advantage of of next gen hardware yeah. and, and capabilities you know I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not a I'm not a next gen like person where this game needs to be this because I'm next gen. But Demon Souls exists. There you Demon go. Demon Souls runs 60k. I'm six uh, 60 frames 4k. Yeah. Right. This has to do that minimum. It don't have you know if it's like yeah. Demon Souls that doesn't have race tracing. Okay, fine. But if you have to run at 60 frames, you th- th- that's that's non negotiable for me. Exactly. In yeah. next gen because that brings so much. To the, it makes these games so much better, yeah. and I'm hoping that the fact that it's being del- it's been delayed multiple times internally, mm-hmm. and that it was supposed to even come out in, in 20, 
19 to, to, uh, uh, then 2020 and then mm-hmm. it delayed in tr- I, i'm hoping that's because of the next gen stuff because this game cannot come out and have blue point outdo you <laughs> that would that be department. wild now I, I know that blue point is working on off a structure that already exists sure but, but still this that's, is a that's insane what the hell? man like, it's out of here it, we're in it's florida it. it's that time of year where it, the, the weather's moody out here so you're just gonna yeah. have to deal with it it's let it be a vibe let it be a vibe yeah, for y'all listening vibe. right now. I'm sorry if I angered the Demon Soul guys or something. Because <laughs> I ain't talking shit about your game. Oh, no, man. but, um, but no, anyways, but yeah, it, I agree. I'm curious to see how it turns out, but I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and crown it just yet. Um, I'm, I'm so, going to wait and see. I know you didn't catch a lot of the Summer Game Fest. So if I, w- if I were to give it a grade, I think this is a quintessential C. It re- for me, it's a C. Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. say that... Uh, I could, I would even go D, but I'll, the Elden, the Elden Ring stuff really, and I like the Death Stranding trailer. I, I do, I do like the Death Stranding. It was cool. I, I didn't have yeah. a problem with it. It's just, it was more yeah. questions about the game itself than really the trailer. Yeah. What, yeah. what kind of, what kind of would make this a D for me is the fact that that Jeff, Jeff Keighley is. I mean, <laughs> I like, I, I, I like him just fine, but he, he loves, he loves him some Jeff Keighley. Like uh, he opened the show, he opened the show telling, "Hey guys, guess what? Uh, my mask that's on uh, Among Us is back." <laughs> that's crazy, right? I'm like, <laughs> "Yo, he is." I, I don't, I don't understand Jeff Keighley. I don't understand his pull in the industry. I don't understand what yeah. he does around like non-game awards times of year. I, I don't well, know what he does. He's just, he's just out here being Jeff Keighley, and that's enough. But I, I think Jeff Keighley, he, he what he's done is he. Very early on, he got a lot of connections uh, with like uh, with Valve, yeah, and all the stuff with Half Life, and that's taken him a long way. And listen, I I think his Game Awards is they're great. They're great. And I th- I, yeah, and I really think that they're you know digging a hole into the into the E3 relevancy because uh, now E3 more than ever, and and maybe this is a conversation for another podcast, but E3 more than ever now, and we're not done yet. We're It's Monday, tomorrow's Nintendo, but, you know, from Thursday to to Thursday, I think it, it's it's because it, uh, Xbox has something else. I don't think that's necessary, and I honestly think we just got done watching the Capcom thing, which we're not even going to talk about in this in show. It completely pointless and useless. Yeah, you know, it, there's yeah. no reason for that. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'd give it a C based on that. But yeah, I'd say C minus. Uh, it seemed like a, a pretty you know typical event for a Jeff Keighley thing. Has its highs, has its lows. Has yeah, some stuff to show keep a tab on, but nothing that makes you do gymnastics at your house, you know? I was kind of surprised that it was this much of a thing. Like, yeah. I know they talked about it as the opening of it, but I don't know it was actually going to be like a conference type yeah, thing. It and was so all right. That it was, was actually right. pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised by it, yeah. Um, so, what's next? You'll be, you'll be forward, right? Yeah, you'll be, you be soft forward, y'all. So, man, this one was a tricky one for me. Um, I... I I don't love me some Ubisoft. Pablo was very clear about his feelings about Ubisoft last episode when we did our predictions for yeah. E3. But, um, you know, they, they had a very, I would say, just a p- very peculiar event because it's exactly what kind of, you know, ride a typical Ubisoft conference is. Um, and I, and I, I always land in a weird spot after watching their shows. So um, let's just kind of go through it. Um, so, you know, let, let's talk about the first thing they showed, 
uh, which was they, they finally lifted the veil on the next Rainbow Six, which is called Extraction. Um, pardon my voice crack, and I'm still in that puberty. Um, <laughs> Somebody extracted some uh, uh, manliness from you. Extracted <laughs> my <laughs> testosterone from me. Uh, but, you know, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, you know, this was a really weird one for me because this is taking the series in a strange sci-fi, almost horror-esque direction that... Um, that I was really baffled about, you know, but before this was announced, I was really stunned that it wasn't going to be a direct follow-up to Siege, uh, because I felt like Siege kind of had a great run last generation, and it was time to kind of start figuring out what was next for the multiplayer, the PvP stuff, and they just were like, nah, we're, we're not even going to worry about that. So, what did you think when you saw this game in action when you heard the premise when you kind of saw what this game is bringing to the table what were you thinking yeah i didn't get it either um i i i understand why it exists and it's not a direct follow-up to siege siege is such a huge success for them that i think they're a little bit of a little afraid to, to mess with it too much and so they almost are making something that's uh adjacent to it right to uh, on the side of it this is an also a game within the Rainbow Six universe, but it isn't exactly it's exactly Siege, and it's not. They they were very actually clear about saying, "Hey, this isn't Siege. It's actually you know uh, PVE." Right. Uh, and I, I, again, I I don't know if it's back for blood uh, or what it is, but the PVE stuff is back, and it is back in in, in some aspects in the worst ways because yeah. you know when we had what was that other Turtle Rock game? Um, that before back for back blood, for blood uh, that they no before that they, they made uh, I don't it was even like remember. the it was like the four v one it was like I know the five, exactly what game you're talking yeah. about but I can't think of the name right now so for whatever reason when the PVE thing started again then they decided to f- completely forego the success that was Left for Dead and do a four v one thing which mm-hmm. that didn't work out that that died quickly but we're back now to the four. Uh, the PVE type thing, and this is what this is. And honestly, um, if it maintains the gameplay of what Siege is, mm. I think that this could be a pretty decent game. But I, I think that the to, to kind of judge it as what's what it is, uh, I think that the terror that the enemy design is it was evolved. I'm sorry, I just evolved. came to my mind. Yeah, you're good. You're yeah, good. evolve exactly. And, yeah. and evolve had great. Uh, uh, enemy uh it, it had its uh, stuff creation it, it looked it looked pretty good i yeah. mean i played a little bit of it i thought it was actually really fun the yeah, only yeah, issue yeah. with that game is that it had to you had to play with people who were actually really playing the game or right. it was just a complete waste of time the monster was always going to win but anyway uh I, I think uh the the extraction the enemy design is absolutely awful i think that the game aesthetics is uninspired it just it, looks it really is it just looks like, like mud. metal. Yeah, it it just it's like this is a spaceship or whatever it is. It's like metal, and <laughs> like it just looked really not yep. good. Um, and again, I am, I, you know, left for uh, Black for Blood looks so good that any other game trying to do something like this just comes off as an imitation of a game that's not even out yet. You know, yeah. which is weird to say, but you know, these are the people who made you know the people who made Back for Blood, the people who made Left for Dead. They know what they're doing. Everything we've seen looks really exciting. This 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 game does not look exciting at yeah. all. Like it, there's nothing about it that's exciting. But yeah, all the enemies look like clay. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and they, they try to like really reskin like... some of the aspects of Siege where the round starts with like using your remote controlled bot to yeah, like yeah, survey yeah. the the premises and stuff. And it's like I I, I get what you're trying to do, but it. I, I, I'm sorry. You this, can't make this, this tactical thing to me, out of a alien, you know, invasion yeah. angle. It's weird. This almost seems to me like a DLC pack for Siege. That That's they how just it went feels. Ahead and, it feels like this was like a, a minor DLC thing at one point, and like they were like, "Wait a minute, we can make a game out of this," you know? Because when when it was first when it was quarantine, it was first shown. I thought, okay, this is going to be a single player kind of thing where. Rainbow Six isn't this, so yeah. this is going to be that. And right. it wasn't. It's not. It's a, a whole different kind of multiplayer stuff and a whole different way to bleed you of your money, <laughs> which is another thing that Ubisoft <laughs> has has stepped yes, forward sir. in their game. They're, they are scammers, man. Boy. That is their, their thing. That's their thing. Yeah. They're trying to extract your yeah. money. That's all I yeah. got for that game. Yeah, I, I, know, I, it I doesn't look that interesting to me. Um, if I, I think I told Pablo this, you know, if it's on Game Pass at some point, absolutely, I'll try it out. But that yeah, is this we'll that is not a game I am gonna be looking to get on day one at all. If it's if it's gonna be the way it looks there, I, I think it's something that I can I can live without for sure. So, I think I think for me it depends on I, I got to see more. Uh, but I am not spending no seventy dollars on this game. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That was ridiculous. I'm not paying thirty, twenty. I'm not paying. I'm not paying nothing. It has to be on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it for me too. Uh, speaking of games, I'm not going to be uh, messing with. Well, this really isn't even much of a game at all. But Rocksmith Plus. If you've yeah. ever been hoping that Ubisoft can help you play guitar, um, <laughs> you just got your uh, you just got your answer. So, Pablo, why does this exist? Who who hey, needed this? Rocksmith has been around for a long time. I never understood why. I will say this. The Rocksmith Plus stuff, that's what this should have been the whole time. Which is like, it's this is less of a game, more of a learning tool. I told uh, Marco it's the Mavis uh, beacon of, of learning how to play guitar. <laughs> it's not a really a game. I mean, it's, it's so it's, true. It's, it's not so showcase-worthy announcement, and that's my problem. And that's like day one issues. Like, okay, these companies should learn the power of a tweet because this could have been a tweet that's it all you need. need an entire five minutes of this guy i am so excited to talk to you about rocksmith i'm like no you're not yeah. how could you be <laughs> there's nothing to be excited about this at all it's yeah. Yeah. it's just one of those things where all they're really trying to do is sell you on on basically buying music off of their yeah. their service and Either that or probably sell you on some, you know, annual or monthly plan to get unlimited blah, blah, blah songs. And, and that's really all this is about at the end of the day. It's, it's not and so much I, about teaching if, you how to play. Right. And if I wanted to learn how to play guitar, I would probably look up some information on Rocksmith Plus. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's, and that's, I'm not mad it exists. I'm just upset that they thought this was a showcase worthy announcement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weird, that, weird that's order. That's kind of where it comes down to. Yeah. You go from Rainbow Six to to Rocksmith. That's just that's just bizarre. Uh, and then yeah. it gets even more bizarre when we go to Riders Republic, douchebording yeah. at its finest. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's, it's, what it's, is this game? It's ah, it, man. It's a cracked out Forza Horizon to me. It's rough. It's goofy. It's the the like the, the the commentator guy who was doing the trailer voice. It was the typical blah, 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 snowboarding. Blah. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I I don't need this. And so, I just don't know what 
When this game was first announced, it sounded like a very, almost like a Snowboarder's Royale kind of game to me in a way. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't too douchey. This is actually kind of cool. Because I, I always have a soft spot, and I know you do too, for snowboarding games from our nostalgic oh, backgrounds and stuff. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, for some reason, I always kind of stop and I look at a snowboarding and I'm like, what, what is this? And this one just felt like it was trying to be as over the top, like jackass, the snowboarding game as possible to me um, with jetpacks and, you know, all kinds of weird shit. Sometimes it looked cool. Sometimes it just looked like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. Like, what, what did you think? I think that this game also proves that Ubisoft had nothing for us. Because Riders Republic was supposed to come out at the beginning of the year. So, technically, this game wasn't even supposed to be on E3 this year. The fact that it's here and it took up a really decent chunk, it's like, I, why why even show this game? But overall, in terms of what they showed, yeah, it just looks like there's too much going on. It looks like a lot happening. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if that's something that I kind of want to sit there and be like, all right, I'm a snowboard. All right, now I'm a jetpack. Now I'm going to ride down a bike. I mean, I, it just, <laughs> it's exhausting. And yeah. it, it, and honest, and, 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 and just to be honest here, the snowboarding didn't look awesome. No, it didn't. Um, it looked actually kind of really jittery. Un, it was uneven because yeah. the, the, um, the bicycle first person, right? That looked pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The snowboarding, was like, all right. Yeah. The snowboard didn't look great. The jetpack stuff, which is arguably the harder to do, looked probably the best. I was like, I, I don't like. It was just so uneven to me. It's like so much of this stuff is happening, and none of it seems cohesive. Right. And it's probably all gonna be, you know, all your friends hanging out and doing different things. But I mean, I, I don't know how much of a thing I of the same thing I can do in different ways. Race down, yeah. the, race down the, the 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 mountain with. Snow, snowboarding race down the 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 hill uh, with the freaking bicycles race through uh, like so much of these things are the same activity over and over in different ways and in in a variation of quality in terms of what i saw it just for me i i i I, if listen it's probably gonna be a hit people are probably gonna love this game that's great but i this is not something that i'm really too interested in yeah same same Strange, I greenlit it though, but all right. I mean, um, it's probably going to make a lot. It's probably going to make them lots of money. I mean, it, it, I don't know. There's something to be said, know. but there is something to be said about a game that is very much about creating a community and doing things together. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they can execute and, and keep up with the, the demand and anything like that, I, and for, UB is really just looking for that next big uh, thing because a lot of their games. Which they didn't even show roller champions here nope. is one of those things where it's hey maybe this is gonna be the next like this right. the next Rocket League like what EA that. does with uh, with their shit yeah right yeah and, and Ubisoft is doing that in spades and they are are they are a very talented uh, developer they have uh, a team of thousands and thousands and thousands of developers that like literally just jump on a project like <laughs> ants and just finish it and then go into yep. the thing and, I, and Riders Republic kind of looks like it has 72 different visions for what it wanted to right. be it, you know suffers from that but I, I'm sure when it's all said and done it'll have a lot of really cool things to do and, it'll, and it'll, you know and it, again this is going to be a theme mm-hmm. from this point to the end of time if it's on Game Pass, I'll try it. <laughs> you know, if, <laughs> That's about if, all you can if say Ubi, about a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, if you if Ubisoft Plus goes and becomes part of Game Pass, uh, that's going to be something that I'll try, sure. Yeah. Um, but as all it right. stands now, 
a lot of what Ubisoft is showing just isn't for me. But what's next after that? Okay, um, so we can probably skip through these pretty quickly. But you know, they, they yeah. caught us up on Siege and, and let us know that they're still continuing to work on that. They gave us some GI Joe looking cartoon, uh, which to me is just them trying to be a little bit like Overwatch, what they do when they unveil a new character or something like that. So they don't need to do that anymore. But I'm glad to see that they're still supporting that at least if if they sure. are going to be um, you know kind of splitting the pot with this and extraction. Uh, so that was cool. Just Dance uh, just made me roll my eyes. Pablo texted me, just die. Um, so uh, we, we're, we're just a whole six minutes about a song about thighs and nails. So it was like, that's cool. And, and that guy, and that guy, very talented guy. He's, but he did he did say he was a singer, and I want to let him know, you're not. Yeah, spoken word is, a, is, is not what we call vocal range. Everything else, everything <laughs> else, he was slaying, boy. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And then we get to Assassin's Creed. Valhalla. Um, apparently, they just don't want us to stop playing this game, Pablo. They, they want us to play this game for another year, maybe longer. Um, man, can we get the fuck away from Abor? And that's B-O-R-E because boring, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, why man. Why are they doing I, this? Why? why? I, I, you know, there's there's this weird sec of, of, of video game players that really love a game that is 1000 hours long <laughs> and i guess that's what that's what i mean they're giving him to them I, I this doesn't need to be here like 90 percent of everything they showed here yeah this one really stood out to me it's like okay you're making dlc like you usually do okay just yeah i'll wait to see what the next assassin's creed is but it, it looked boring it looked like the same old shit to me um, and the and the weird thing is is when you look at other companies and other show, uh, showcases they're doing a lot of the updates of these service games yeah and they'll take a big chunk and, and it's a theme that we see throughout right but this isn't a this isn't that like this is a single player experience and they just keep expanding expanding do more of the same thing over and over mm-hmm. but do it over here in the east right. do it over here in the west yeah uh, you know it's like and then they give for all intents and purposes in the last game they give really important story parts to these Really expansive DLCs that are all collectathons, and it's like, and then the next game starts, and you're like, wait, how did this? I don't understand. It's because it was on a DLC that came out yeah. six years after the game released, and then you had to collect 900 things to get the story <laughs> up portion of it at the end. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, so they can miss me with this shit. And the same goes for their Ubisoft TV show movies segment, yeah. where they, um, you know, I know you like you that one game? show. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but. Oh, I love that. That show is really good. I, I recommend you watch it. You, you'll really like it. I, what is it you called? You can again? tell it's, it's Mythic Quest. Mythic, oh, that's right. Mythic Quest. It, it's written by, you can tell that it's written by people who know what they're talking about. So it never comes off as like, hey, gamers. Like, it never comes off across like that. It actually, it's a very, uh, it's a very good show, but I, I don't need to see it in, in the Ubisoft world. Nah. And the fact that they decided to make a game out of a movie out of one of their worst games. I mean, I've never even heard. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It's like, all right. I, yeah. I don't. Your move. That, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't care at all for that. Uh, then they showed Far Cry 6, and, and this was, you know, a theme for a lot of. Uh, a lot of the E3 stuff. We had seen a you know a little yeah, bit of it at Summer Games Fest. We saw the, uh, the you know Ubisoft's original reveal of it, and they you know you expect them to, to show it again in this this time around. And at this point, it was getting to be a little annoying. And then you know for me, looking at the way the game like literally looks, it, it's one of those Ubisoft looking games where a lot of the characters look like 
slightly souped up NPCs, um, except, um, I don't know what his in-game name is. I can't remember it, but, but Giancarlo's, uh, character looks great. Um, it, it, to me, it was just, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not high on Far Cry. So to me, it was just the typical mad villain type of shit that that's usually a part of these games. Um, and then we find out about the DLC, which, uh, seemed all right until we figured out how much that shit was going to cost. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, um, th- to kind of give my piece on, I love Far Cry games, uh, in the way that you like a B movie, right? Like a summer blockbuster type, not really much there in terms of thought process or, or kind of brain activity. You, you go in there, it's a fun shooter. I love the villain stuff. I love that they always lean into that. I, I, I think that it's funny because they always fall short as the game progresses. Uh, and I do like that they're leaning into that with their DLC where it's almost like hopefully they're 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 fixing the problems of the last three bosses, which was Megan Pin, uh, Megan Pin, Pagan Man, it? I think. Uh, yeah, Pagan Man, Vaz, and um, John from last game, and I and I really kind of want to see how how far they take that. Like how how in depth are those stories, um, and what exactly are they going to like? Where they take place? Because yeah. they're all dead. Those guys are all dead. So I kind of want to see exactly what how how they manage to. to um, to do that and if it's going to be worth um fifty dollars or, or or when it first comes out the only way you can get it is 120 dollars uh which is the game and the dlc which is impossible that's <laughs> not happening here um yeah but yeah I, I again this game was also delayed this game is also also supposed to come out at the beginning of the year the fact that this is one of the biggest parts of their ubisoft forward is again baffling what if this game were to come out like what 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 the, what else were they going to show? I don't know. You know. It's just one of those things where, again, this Ubisoft Ubisoft did not need to do this. They, they, they just probably had to insert some of these games into some other people's kind of showcases, and we would have been all right in that. Yeah. Way. But, yeah. Well, then moving on, um, we get the news uh, that, that Nintendo and Ubisoft are fucking again, and um, we're going to get more Mario Rabbids. So we're going to get Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um I played the original game. I'm not a big RTS fan, and not even when it's like a light version, like like um, Mario Rabbids, uh, with very few exceptions, like you know Fire Emblem and stuff like that. And I think XCOM is all right too. Um, this looks really cool. I mean, you know, artistically, it looks like a really good, you know, again, a good marriage between uh, the Rabbids world and, and Mario. Um, absolutely not for me at all. Um, I, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited to see this game get a sequel. Um, I'm I'm kind of impartial. I, I I'm there's, there's no skin in the game for me, so it's it's cool to see. It's definitely good to see that Nintendo's got another game, you know, in their arsenal uh, to come out eventually with Ubisoft's help. But nothing that I'm directly like over the moon about personally. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not a. The game leaked before, um, so yeah. I probably would have been a little surprised if I would have seen it at the conference without knowing, mm-hmm. uh, because. The, the the sequel itself is a no brainer. Uh, the first one had, had, was way better than it had any right to be, and so yeah. and apparently did pretty well. And the sequel is no brainer, but it just wasn't something I was thinking about. Um, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised if this game comes out, gets great reviews, and I play it and I enjoy it. Uh, but again, it, you know there are these announcements that we're gonna find throughout E3 that are cool, nice, and this is just one of those. Yeah, awesome. exactly. I, I'm really happy that this is a thing. A uh, lot of um, 
stuff behind the scenes in terms of rumors about the game looking way better than it should look for a Switch. And then a lot of it, they were saying that the game that they showed was actually running on a Switch Pro. That's why it looked more vibrant. It looked, uh, the resolution was higher. It was kind of... And that's and that's why they were saying that they thought that the Switch Pro was going to be announced before because a lot of these games that apparently are going to be shown in the Nintendo Showcase tomorrow and including the Mario Rabbids are going to look a little better than your, your typical uh, hmm. Nintendo Switch game because of that. And so I, they apparently, Mario Plus Rabbids had like a splash ready showing, you know, that it was running on the Pro. And so because Nintendo didn't announce it, <laughs> you know, it a lot of the stuff is 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 got to get reworked a little bit. And another thing, um, and a kind of tinfoil hat when I was talking to Marco is this is the second time that that Mar- that Nintendo partners with Ubisoft and they and Nintendo accidentally outs the announcement before the game itself again. They actually outed the release of the title and the game itself on on the Nintendo website. Why are they is, doing that? Why? I, I just think Nintendo big dick and I'm like, oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Also, we 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 had it first. It's almost like, yeah, fuck uh, you guys. Okay. Yeah, fuck. You. Oh, you want to you want to surprise everybody? Yeah, fuck you. Uh, we got you. Wait, here it is. See, Which is, you know, it's a, I feel like that that feels very Nintendo to me. It could be. I, it could know, be right. Yeah, you know, it could be right. With the whole Nintendo and Sony thing that happened years ago, where Nintendo goes like, eh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, at the last mm-hmm. second. So we'll see. Yeah. Speaking of fuck you, um, the no, show. No, no. The, the show ended great. The show definitely ended with you know Splinter Cell and. Tom Clancy all up in this thing, and Sam Fisher looking he's 58. He's not dead. He and, was alive. Yeah, man. He's, so, he's here. He brought him up on stage. He's like, Tom casket. Clancy's not dead. Yeah, he ain't dead. He's alive. We were hiding him for this reveal for Tom Clancy. They said for, they yelled out, you're breathtaking. Um, so <laughs> we didn't get any of that shit. What we got was Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. And Pablo, it sounds like, it sounds like, I could be wrong. It sounds like I'm in the minority on this one that why um i i i guess i'm one of the few people who are kind of sitting back going huh but it could just be me why but this no this, that don't make sense there's people wanted this i i don't know i i i've i've went on the message boards i looked at reddit stuff and i'm like yeah people are kind of liars holy shit man fucking avatar like I just don't understand this IP. I think that might be what it is. I, I just maybe I'm not giving this IP enough credit. Maybe I just don't see what Avatar, how how special it is or what. But like when this was shown, I thought it was beyond good and evil. I wanted to believe it was Splinter Cell in the jungle. I'm like, oh, like, oh, and then jungle, I saw the big blue, like you know, uh, hand push away the the bushes and like a big ass mosquito that's like neon blue, and I'm like. Oh man, man, what the fuck is this? Oh jeez, it's Avatar. And then immediately I thought to myself, dude, like, okay, open world Ubisoft game number nine thousand and forty-three. This time it's with Avatar. So you're gonna be able to fly around on one of those fucking bird things, and you're gonna be fighting military camps scattered around the map. And you know, it's gonna okay. They're gonna have territories where they're like tearing down all your natural shit. And I'm like, okay. So, to me, this is a this is like a, a big fuck you to me, just because how how is this getting greenlit? How is Riders Republic getting greenlit? Rocksmith Plus getting greenlit, and still no fucking Splinter Cell. Um, yeah. So I was I was angry for two reasons: angry because I don't see the point in this game existing, 
And I don't see the point in why they can't just bring Splinter Cell back if they're doing everything else possible besides Splinter Cell. What do you think? I uh, see. I, I disagree in the uh, in the well, not disagree, but I I understand why it exists. I understand uh, that why the Avatar game would do. That. I, I I know that there's a movie coming out next year supposedly, which I don't believe because he's he's you know he's always like delaying them. Uh, there's also the Disney kind of revitalizing the franchise single-handedly with the Animal Kingdom rides, which I've done and they're awesome. They sound like, cool. Yeah, the I haven't gotten them before. Yeah. They're possibly the best rides in the in the entire park, so I, I definitely get all that. I I just think that people forget because we lived in the time of movie tie-ins or movie licensed games. They they don't they're not good, um, and and I don't I don't get why Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora is a game that they thought would be worthy of closing out. An E3 showcase. That's my thing too. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then going back to what you said about Splinter Cell, where okay, it's not that we are upset that Splinter Cell wasn't there, and 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 that's not fair. I mean, there's some of that, but also is the fact that, that how they dangle that fucking Bruh. thing in front of you. Just a couple of days ago, they had a Netflix show where uh, Netflix revealed that there were gonna, there's going to be a Sam Fisher <laughs> TV show, an anim, an animated TV show. Uh, so you're thinking, okay, they're putting in some resources and yeah. making an animated TV show you know, that they believe in the franchise, they believe in the IP to an extent. And then here we go, you know, they show Avatar Frontiers of Pandora and no mention of a Splinter Cell game. It, you know, look, look. If you're a fan of Avatar and you're looking forward to this game, that's great. There's nothing about this trailer that made me think that this game was good, looked good even. Uh, I, I thought a lot of it was just kind of, okay, you know, it just looked fine yeah. to me. But ultimately, what I'm looking at is that this is not the – who wants this? And, <laughs> I, and, and you're saying that you're looking online and people are saying they want I, – I, those people are liars. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just, I don't get it. I, I, I'm with you. I get why it exists. I just don't understand why it's getting the push that it's getting, and I don't get overall the philosophy of Ubisoft and what is it that they're doing besides harassing their employees on a consistent basis. Talk about it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't understand what 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 their what their entire uh, ethos is as a company because uh, all it is to right now is like we want to take your money, take your money take your money and far cry six. Oh, and also we got this cool <laughs> mario game and you know yeah and just because we love you how about an avatar game well no i mean it just it's weird it's yeah. just a weird approach to to announcing games it's it's all this is is, is absolutely terrible so much so that i'm changing my grade i was gonna say i'm right changing now. mine <laughs> What yeah, because I was at a, I was at a D plus. I'm going F plus. On, oh, okay, on this. I, I had a yeah. C minus. So I think I'm going to to D, probably just a D. So I'm going I'm going straight up F plus on this. <laughs> if that, it's, it's not even a thing. I know once we get to oh, F, shit. it don't matter. Yeah, but. yeah, dude. It, to me, it, it was just a, it's one of those it's one of those things where um, you get you just get fucked in some way. You get pacified in some way with something that you're kind of cool with and then there's just like a blob of everything else and that's your show and i just think that that was for me um a pretty deflating start 
to to the whole E3 proceedings and kind of something that set the precedent for what to expect for other conferences. Um, but speaking of low expectations, um, Gearbox Entertainment, I had I had nothing in my heart for that shit, and it gave me nothing in my heart either. It was just I didn't I didn't even watch it. Bro, it was literally just Randy Pitchford walking around talking to people on a backstage um, on the set. I think of um, the the fucking Borderlands movie. And mm, and so my prediction was and, was correct. Yeah, and and then this uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland shit got announced, which looks like what you'd expect it to look like, pretty much. And then he talked to Kevin Hart for like two minutes, and Kevin Hart pretended to be funny for two minutes back, and then um, Randy started sweating from the brow a little bit, and then that was kind of the show. And uh, oh, so I was pretty accurate. Yeah. So all the Coked way out Randy walking around like <laughs> I'm video games. I'm video yeah, games. That's all. Yep. Cool. Bug eyed, the bug eyed smile and everything, man. It was so, nothing of value was shown. It was an F. So I'm gonna give it, a, it was, an I for. I'm gonna get it for I for incomplete. I I, I would have. I I almost gave it an NA, because um, that <laughs> shit was just not even rateable to me. So, um, so so you got to think, you know, coming from Ubisoft to that, and then coming into Microsoft, you know, I was my hype was was plummeting. I'm like, oh, okay, is this gonna be one of those E3s where? It's just going to be some phoned-in bullshit across the board, or is Microsoft going to kind of lift our spirits a little bit, right the ship, make this feel like an E3 again, and and kind of give us some stuff to legitimately be excited about? And um, and they did a lot. Ninety minutes of, um, in my opinion, I mean, we'll get into the breakdown in just a bit, but in my opinion, probably one of their best in terms of format. I would say one of their best presentations. It it just kind of kept the hits coming. It didn't bog you down yeah. with a lot of, um, a lot of people talking or a lot of people, you know, just saying a bunch of fluffy shit. It just kind of kept the ball rolling. Kept the ball rolling. Trailer, 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 trailer. Uh, the eventual break in between to talk about something else in a little bit more detail, and it kind of went and kept going. So I like the fact that it really. It made the most use of its 90 minutes, and it didn't feel like, oh, man, it was like 20 minutes of that shit. You know what I mean? It felt like it was a good yeah. use of its time. So I liked it for that reason off the bat. Um, it was the easiest watch for me so Absolutely. Far, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It just felt like it had a really good flow to it, and it, it, it kept me watching, um, even if I didn't like care for everything they showed. Um, but speaking of which, I watched it twice. Uh, yeah, I did too. I did too. And I, I actually, yeah. and I talked to this, uh, to Pablo about this, um, before we recorded, uh, you know, I, I gave it a, a, not a harsh score, but I gave it a lower score than I think it deserved because I, again, I was coming off the heels of Ubisoft and, and Gearbox being shit shows. And I'm like, all right, whatever the fuck, this is just going to be some more bullshit. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I think, and, and not to say that I don't have criticisms about it. We'll get into that towards the end here right. before we give our grades. But um, I, I realized watching it again that it was it was a lot better than I initially gave it credit for. Um, but let's let's talk about it. So let's let's start with um, Todd Howard kicking off the show on stage yeah. right off the bat. I thought that was a pretty you know cool move to just plop him there right in the beginning to say, yo, flex. It was a flex. Yeah. It was a little bit of a flex and, uh, he didn't have on his leather Brown, uh, you know, shirt or his leather Brown jacket, but you know, uh, that's cause Indy had it while they were making that game. You right. Indy had yeah. that. Game, yeah. Um, but he did, uh, kind of step out there and show us our first look at Starfield. So, um, we got about, about a two minute trailer, um, and a, a full blown day and date. Uh, for the game, uh, 11, 11, 2022. Um, I gotta say this shit looks like it's my bag. I ain't gonna lie. 
Um, I, I love the look of the game. I love the art style of the game. I love that that retro futuristic, um, like the badge on on the on the shoulder of of that uh, astronaut suit. Yeah. That that kind of vibe to me is is super dope. Um, Todd Howard actually had an interview um, with um, I don't remember what it was. It might have been it might have been Telegraph.co.uk or whatever. Um, and he, he shed a little bit more light about what the game is. He said it's the most hardcore RPG that they've done. Uh, it can be played in first and third person. He said it was uh, basically Skyrim in space, um, grounded in scientific reality, but still, um, you know, a gamey game in some ways. Uh, there are alien races and planets, and that it is a very large-scale, large-scope type of game. So um, that's good enough for me. I'm excited about it. I hope that we see, would see gameplay. Uh, obviously, yeah. but you know, I think from what well, we saw, I was I was pretty much in. What do you think? They said a lot of what they saw was uh, in engine. The whole thing was. In I engine. believe it was. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it said in engine. Yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, I. Here's the thing that kind of really put me over the over the top of the game. It's that it's less that high tech Mass Effect type. Stuff and it's more NASA. Exactly. Driven. Like that's what I was trying it feels to say. More earlier, like, yeah. yeah, it's more like NASA science in the future, where yeah, we're, we're traveling to different worlds, but the 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 actual uh, technology behind it isn't like an unexplained Mass Effect relay thing. Which you know, that's fine. It works for that. It's like high high so high science sci-fi. fantasy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, high sci-fi. This is this is kind of more of that. Uh, that low sci-fi in that it's more like like to Howard's and more rounded in some kind of reality, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Which I like that because it gives you that whole exploration vibe. Uh, where like for example, if in Skyrim you're out there and you're exploring these new places, you're it's very high fantasy in that way. But to kind of bring that up to space and kind of be an explorer of these new worlds and and it feel grounded in, in in that reality it's it, it sounds really good and a lot of it that they're talking about it was like you can go anywhere within the world itself so there, there's 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 this openness to it that i'm really looking forward yeah. to uh to it you know with different planets uh i want to know how limited or how ex- how expanded it's gonna be like how many planets i'm sure you know maybe it'll just be one solar system and if it's just one solar system there's three or four planets how many like how big are these planets like how much of exploration am i gonna yeah. uh am i gonna do um and, and i'm interested to see what they what they kind of you know what the finished product is uh it's funny because there's another game that we'll talk about later that's been announced and it has a lot of money behind it and it's not in the same uh, tone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wonder if Starfield will uh, end up, you know, being a game that is seen as a like 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 a monolith within the actual RPG in that sense, just like um, Skyrim is, right? Skyrim is ten years in, eleven years in, and it is still the premier RPG for many, you know, and 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 so is um, and so is Fallout Three in many ways. So I, I I my thing is it's it's unfair, but I feel like Starfield has to be the next Skyrim. It has to be another game that's going to be going on for 10, 11 years because they've been working on it for so long. There's so many promises behind it. 25 years that they've never had a new IP. They finally have one. Are they going to just kind of throw the kitchen sink at this? Is it going to be everything that they've ever learned? Is it going to be restrained in some way? 
regardless of what it is, the promise of the game, the studio behind it, it's enough for me to completely give them the benefit of the doubt. Even though we just talked about not giving studios the benefit <laughs> of a doubt based on a game, it's just for me, it's do or die almost. And, it, and it's not fair because they have Elder Scrolls Six coming, but it's almost mm-hmm. do or die where if this game is not even... Like half of what they promised. Well, that's the thing. If it's like a cyberpunk yeah. syndrome all over again, right? That's that's that's, right. that's no. Nah. We can't we can't that's, have that. We can't nah. have that. So the fact that the, the fact that he's saying what he's saying in the wake of what happened with cyberpunk, right? Kind of gives me a little more confidence that you know instead of him like yeah you know I don't want to give away too much he's actually opening up about it. Mm-hmm. You know, gives me a lot of of hope here, and the fact that they have a cemented date. Which is more than a year away, uh, which is 11, 11, 22. Now, I heard someone say, Is this the game that's been dated the furthest ever? And I'm like, That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm thinking about it. Wait. But I'm thinking, Is it? I don't think Has so. Has there been a game that's been dated a specific time and it's it's been more than a year away? Because this is, this is like, a, this is a year and six months almost away. I wonder if Skyrim was like that or was it not? Because they, they really wanted no. that, that cutesy date. I just don't know if that was. But they gave it. They gave it that date that year. Well, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I mean, same thing. I, I'm they, sure it was. This is the first time they've done that. I'm, I'm sure there was something that was that 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 had been given a far out day and date, like a little bit longer than this, because this is what about a year and a half, maybe a little over. A long time. Yeah, I mean it is, but you know what? I think I think what I like about it is that they're holding themselves to that to that expectation now, and they're doing so right. with you know, kind of boldly. Um, which I like. I like the fact that they're not just going to be vague. And I think, you know, we'll get into this in a little bit when we, when we talk about, you know, another game. But, like, there's a lot of inconsistency with their release announcements throughout their, their, their conferences, which is one of my biggest knocks about Microsoft, period. But I do like that, at least in this case, we don't have to – there's no more guesswork. It is what it is now. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. But And I'm sure stuff will trickle out. They have this program. I forgot what it's called. That you can sign up online. Oh yeah, I think I see that. Um, yeah, yeah, and then it'll you know you get some information based on the game itself. Yeah, uh, so we'll we'll see. Yep. Um, yep. I um twenty twenty two is gonna be a, Man, a big that's just gonna hurt my 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 wallet. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Period. That's gonna be a crazy no, ass not. year. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you know what? Starfield is on Game Pass. Well, no, I mean that's on Game Pass. But the fact that like Breath of the Wild two is gonna be coming out next year, and then nope, that's coming this year. It's gonna hurt your pocket. We'll find it's that. not gonna hurt your pocket. You got. You got cup. It's gonna hurt your pocket doubly. You got a couple more hours. Matter of fact, listen. Um, listen. If it comes out next year, it's not gonna hurt your pocket because of the of the, uh, the bet we made. Okay, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah. And if it's out this year, it's gonna hurt your pocket twice. Listen, so do you know where the your do you know where the mute button is on your computer? You want it? You want to go ahead and hit that mute button? Let me just don't have one of those. <laughs> don't have one of those. Okay, they don't exist. So all right, right yeah. all right. So let's 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 move on because we can we can we can spat all day. Um, Stalker Two, Heart of Chernobyl. Um, Pablo is is Metro Exodus jealous? Cause this game, this game looked like a fucking Metro Exodus ass game, and oh yeah, I I mean I'm not mad. I love Metro Exodus. That's one of my favorite games of of last gen. Period. Um, it looks fucking dope. Um, I have to say the you know the weight with like back when they were showing like the how teeth looked on the character models' faces, like that was that was excruciatingly annoying, but. Seeing it in action now, kind of getting a feel for the atmosphere, how it's all starting to come together with the way that people look, um, 
animations, motion capture, facial capture, and then the gameplay and world. I think it all has has come together in a really cool way. Um, a bit of a strange time to show this game to me. Um, it it kind of knocked down the the pace a little bit with like the campfire parts was just, of like the dialogue. That was a bad trailer. Yeah, it was a bad trailer. I think the game itself looks interesting, but like the 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 breaks between like sitting around a campfire talking about bullshit and then some weird thing happening in the gameplay action and then going back to that again and back out. It's like, okay, what are we doing here? But I think the game itself looks pretty cool. What do you think? I think uh, I didn't have much hope for this game when it first was announced. Um, other than I'm interested to see what it is, right? Uh, I'll say this. I think looking at the trailer, I think this game wants to be Metro. Uh, I think it looks less obtuse in its gameplay because, you know, Metro Exodus, one of the things that I, I, I appreciate about the game is that it used its setting, its environment to create weapons and things that would exist in that setting and in that environment. Right. Um, this doesn't have any of that specifically. I have a, I'm, a, I'm of two minds with this game. I, I think that it can be that next kind of Metro Exodus type game and it could be pretty decent. Okay. Um, and another thing, but another thing that kind of comes to, to mind when I look at this game is the order 1886 <laughs> where it looks absolutely stunning and it looks next gen. And that's one of the things that they were really specific about. This is a true next gen experience. And when you look at that game, that game looks crazy. It really looks good, but I don't know if, I don't know if it'll it'll able to deliver. I I think that the, how much they're focusing on the teeth of the character a couple of months ago, how the game looks, and just very visual, uh, they're very visual like in terms of like when they're talking about the game. That's how that's the only thing they're talking about. They're visual heavy. They're not really talking about gameplay. They're not really talking about a lot of that stuff. So I I don't know if this is gonna be a game where it comes out and it looks great. Feels like shit, plays like shit, but looks amazing, <laughs> and it's very like, yeah, story's fine. But yeah, we'll see. So I'm, I, I, I think it could go either way. I hope it's more on the Exodus part of it because I, 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 that would be really cool. Um, and it, to, to, a game that is gonna play well, look great, that's awesome. But I don't know. I, I am getting, I am getting a little bit of the Order eighteen eighty six vibes off of this. Uh, I don't think so. That game looked. That game looked really good, even when it showcased. Like people were like, "Yo, this is the Gears of War killer," yeah. because they had that thing. But when you played that game, it just it didn't feel. It had responsive. nothing to it at all. It was just it was just a yeah. graphic showcase for its time, and it had nothing to. Right. I, mean, I think this has got a lot of the meat Victorian, on the bone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I saw about that that would make me think that. But I I would say that I I don't think I saw anything that would make me agree with you that it had a lot of meat on the bone because it just looked, you know. It looked good, but I mean, I don't know. I don't, there was nothing there where I felt like, okay, this looks good, or like I can feel it or see. It just never looked real enough. Like hmm. it just never looked like a real game. Like it, I don't even think it was gameplay. I think they said it was in-game rendered or something yeah, like that. It, but I don't know if it was like gameplay. Game. I think it so, was. It, it that that you know. it, it had a very like it has a very brooding pace to it where you're kind of like there was one part where he's holding up. Um, uh, some kind of antenna thing uh, with one hand and he's got some like rusty screws and the other hand yeah, he's, he's tossing him to try to find this this and I, I didn't play the first stalker so I, I, I'm ignorant here but some like you know uh, 
some blob of something that was like kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, hidden or whatever. And so it, it seems to have a little bit of that, like, you know, slow pace kind of tiptoeing and finding out, you know, kind of is something nearby? Are you, you know, um, are you in any kind of immediate danger? What's something that you can't see kind of thing? So I, I'm into that 100%. I, I, I love the fact that it's just not a straight up post-apocalyptic shooter um, with, you know, peaks and valleys that is trying to do something a little bit yeah. more uh, interesting. So we'll see how it turns out. And hey, it's on Game Pass, so it ain't going to cost you shit. So um, that's it. That, that's, uh, and that's another thing where it's like, you know, why not? What are these cup? What are what are these companies gonna do, man? <laughs> like Game Pass is is ridiculous. Yeah. And speaking of which, dude, Back for Blood on Game Pass day one. Yeah. I mean, I watched the uh, they had like their own little event for Back for Blood um, after I saw after that this. Too, yeah. It, at this point, I'm already sold. I, I just I was just more curious to see a little bit more information about the uh, the monster types to to kind of feel out what they do. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of really cool diversity there um, with, with what those enemies bring to the table, how you can kind of control them, what you can do. Um, it really seems like they're trying to focus on making that part of the experience more fun. Because I think one of the issues with games like that is that it's always more fun to play as the human survivors than it usually is the monsters. The monsters are cool because they're weird and goofy and they can do strange shit. But to me, I, I've always preferred playing as the, like, you know, the survivors themselves. But this this game kind of makes me rethink that a little bit. And make, it makes me curious to want to try that stuff out. But I'm already sold. I, I, I don't really have much to say other than I can't wait for it. I think it's going to be one of my favorite yeah. games of the year if it manages to not fuck anything up royally. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I saw the PvP stuff as well, and I just there's just no way I'm gonna play that if I'm just gonna if if that PVE is as good as I I I, I think. It yeah, is. there's just no way for me like ah, let me stop playing this incredible uh, uh, mode to go play PvP. But you know, maybe maybe after we'll this, see. it's all said and done, and and this kind of definitely feels like a game that it's gonna be expanded upon. Exactly. Um, yeah. and if that if this game maintains and stays on Game Pass and those expansions come for free. Even, That'd be fire. Maybe you have to pay something. I that I mean, come on, man. That's, that's there's no there's no there's no way that this game is a, is is gonna fail unless it's not good. Right. But there's just no. I don't see. I, again, I don't see how this game could be bad because it's literally made by the same people who made. Left yeah, Dead, so. they already have the formula pretty much. So there's nothing that alarms yeah. me about it at all, other than just okay. Uh, am I gonna be annoyed by some of the characters? Maybe because it is a little campy in that way, but. You know, nothing that I yeah. nothing alarms me about this at all. So I'm I'm all the way in. Um, moving on, so we finally find out what Avalanche has been up to. Sort of, um, we get an announcement sort of. for yeah. um, a game called Contraband. Um, teaser trailer. Um, nothing really explained um, at the event. I think Pablo, you told me uh, after the fact that it sounds like it's some type of Destiny sort of um, looter yeah, it's shooter a, um, kind of thing. What, what, what did you hear? It's a it's a co op game in an open world that its main focus is going to be on executing heists uh, around the um, around the the world itself. But you know, when we talk about heist, you can just kind of replace that word with raids right? uh yeah, yeah uh and so that that's kind of what it what it uh what this game is um it looks like uh xbox and microsoft wanted a game like a destiny but they wanted a unique twist on it uh and you know i'm not a fan of those destiny like games but i mean after reading everything about heists and them actually the setting being pretty interesting being 70s and all that I, i'm 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 an avalanche makes great and games there you go uh, yeah i'm 
yeah, I'm looking forward to to giving this a chance because you know what, it's going to be on Game Pass. On that pass, baby. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. Um, I, I kind of um, been dying to see what Avalanche has been up to. Um, I, I think that this is going to be an interesting one to keep an eye on. Um, I, I have a, a, a healthy like of, of looter shooter type of games. Um, I'll talk about one that I think is the greatest uh, in, a, in a little while here, but um, this one I'll keep an eye on. If it, if it turns out great, great. Um, I, I love seeing me some Avalanche, um, uh, especially if they're on their, you know, in their bag again. So, um, yeah. and, it's, and it's made in conjunction with uh, Microsoft Studios. So, yeah. you know, they got the money behind yep, it. Yep. Um, so yeah. and and I'm sure that Microsoft wants this to be as successful as possible. So yeah. they're gonna they're gonna support this. I, I you know we keep talking about this game's gonna be on Game Pass and all that. And I I, I for my part I'm not judging a game in terms of quality wise whether yay or nay, but okay because it's on Game Pass. I'm just saying it's gonna be on Game Pass, which is a super yeah. plus. But I, I do think that contraband. There's going to be a lot of effort put into to, to all these games, especially Microsoft's first party games, because the meme has always been Microsoft Xbox has no games, uh, and so the meme yeah. can be Xbox has trash games. Yeah, uh, you know they have to <laughs> if they're going to have games, they got to have they got to bring some fire. Yeah. And I don't and them talking about contraband so early because really you know it's still early. I think there's a little bit of a you know Microsoft wanting to, to to get out there with the game, kind of getting circulating because I think they're confident, and and I, I hope that that's the case because I'm really looking forward to something like like Contraband. Yeah, yeah, I will I will kind of speak my piece on 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 the announcement of Contraband a little bit later on, but um, yeah, I mean as far as the game itself, definitely looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Up next, we got Sea of Z's. Um, so <laughs> I don't, I'm I'm good. Um, Captain Jack's in the game. Uh, yeah, David Boy Smith is in the game. <laughs> is it? Um, Davy Jones, I know, but it, it, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. It's cool. Uh, people that like see if these are gonna probably enjoy the shit out of this, but nothing for me. What do you think? I mean, yeah, I, I think there's no pirate that's more famous than uh, Abduwali Mu- uh, <laughs> Muse from uh, from uh, Captain Phillips. But besides you didn't that, have to do that. Uh, <laughs> But besides that, you got uh, Jack Sparrow. I-, I think it's a really smart choice. I, you know, it's a pirate game, and you have like the premier pirate IP. You know, I just I don't care about yeah. this game. Man. Yeah, the most fun I ever had about a Sea of Thieves is one time I played by myself, and um, I, f- uh, I had, I had, I turned all the way left because uh-huh. uh, I saw something, and then the the, the boat was doing a circle left because I was looking there, and I fell in the water. And there was literally no way of me getting back on the boat, mm-hmm. and so the boat was just literally circling around me, <laughs> and I and I was there for like ten minutes. Like, yes, can I really not get I on the boat? I don't get that game, dude. I and tried downloading it again to see what it was like on on Series X, and this, the screen tearing was so bad. My favorite part of the game is uninstalling it. Um, so yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I want no parts some, of it. There's there's some there's something about it that is still kind of like because I've. That moment's stupid as hell, but it's still kind of like just to have that moment in that game. I don't know. I, it's not a game that I'll ever play no. again, but it's 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 definitely it's like one of those weird niche games that's cool to have on, in the ecosystem. So people really, uh, you know, enjoy oh yeah, it. yeah, and, no, and, I'm and not it came it. out. People like it. People like yeah. it. Cool, cool. And it came out in a really bad way. And the, the way that they were actually able to fix this game and make it... And again, this kind of goes back to Contraband a little bit. Because if it's going to be kind of that, you know, service game, 
mm-hmm. and Microsoft is willing to put money into Sea of Thieves to make it better. If contraband, if it's the Avalanche game and it's Avalanche game, <laughs> and it's as good as it's as good as I think it is, they'll definitely have some money into it. So I'm I'm, I'm excited for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so up next, they show that uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon is going to be on Game Pass. Great to see. Um, expected it. Everything else that's Yakuza is on Game Pass at this point now. Why not? I was I was low key expecting like uh, Lost Judgment. I was like, here Ooh, it goes. We're gonna no. we're gonna talk about part two. You remember what you said about trash games that Microsoft can't have the reputation for? Yeah. Nah, They're man. Smart. Judgment is the shit. Lost Judgment is gonna. It's my most one of my most anticipated games. Anticipated games this year. So <laughs> I cannot wait. I haven't talked about it. Uh-uh. We're not gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about Battlefield 2042 though. Um, yeah, man. Um, that shit looked amazing to me. Um, you know, it, and I, I typically I hate multiplayer trailers that are spliced that way. Uh, it, they're just so action movie in the corniest way possible with the you know the epic music um, that a, another trailer would actually make fun of later on in the show. Um, but man, everything about the environmental destruction, the the tornadoes, um, that that shit looked dope, man. Um, I'm all in on this. I was a little bummed that they didn't say it was on Game Pass. I, I had it in my spirit that it was going to be announced for Game Pass. I, I still I still got hope that they're negotiating. Yeah, because yeah, it would yeah. be a that would be insane um, if they can pull that in with EA. Um, and I, I think there's a chance, but even though it's not for right now, it's still a day one for me. Un, un, undoubtedly. Um, what did you think when you saw yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. There's a partnership there with EA anyway. So that if it does come out on Game Pass. Whether even if it's not day one, but I mean we'll see. We, my thing with it um, is, I thought obviously like you said all these things spice together and make this big action. Like none of those things are gonna happen in one playthrough. But the fact that all each of those things that I saw were kind of like it was kind of like incredible. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that I saw, and I was, you know, it's a it's a multiplayer only game, and it's seventy dollars. And I'm probably gonna be all in yeah. on it because it just it that it just looked really good. And not only did it look good, but I mean, I could just imagine myself playing a game in that way and and, and seeing all those environments. They were gigantic. Uh, the revolution, the the revolution shit, and yeah, the map and the and everything changed like that. It just that's kind of like the reason why I like Battlefield One so much was right. because of everything happening and it was like you know you had a plane flying over you and, and I know this is kind of like part of the course for these games but the, it, it, sometimes it just doesn't come together well right. and it this looked every like I mean just the explosions far, far you know the, the things dropping the tank and then just kind of the the the, the sand mm-hmm. and everything lifting it, it just visually was stunning yeah, and also yeah. the fact that the gameplay was, was being shown also looked really great that that, that combination of that mm. kind of stuff is just going to be it's it's going to be yeah great. grappling hook too I think, they got yeah. grappling hooks that's another oh, thing the grappling hook was great on the top of the yeah that was awesome yeah, so i'm i'm all in on that i'm just hoping it gets announced for game pass if it does um I'm, I'm running around naked man um oh yeah um so 12 minutes um Finally get to see more of this, man. And it's coming out in August. And it's on Game Pass. So um, I don't think the trailer itself showed me anything different. I mean, it's it's really just... It's I mean, literally that 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 home. <laughs> so that's the game. And I think it's hard for them to show anything more without spoiling uh, yeah. anything Yeah, so I, I'm yeah. just glad that it's it resurfaced. We got a you know an August date. And 
now it's just a matter of waiting a little while longer. So I'm, I'm all in on that. It's on Game Pass. Why not? I mean, I, I have high hopes for this one, to be honest. I think it could be um, a dark horse for sure. Um, it, I think it could crack my top 10 if it's, if it's what it is intended to be. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, it's 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 highly anticipated for me. Um, probably my one of if I'm looking at games coming out this year, probably top five most anticipated. Uh, mm. You know, when the game was announced and shown at first, it looked good, uh, but now you can see the money behind the screen and you can hear it because they have, you know, Daisy Ridley's voice, William Defoe's voice. They they they're really putting a lot of uh, of of thought into this and, and making this the best kind of this game that it can be, and so. You know, I am really looking forward to it. August nineteenth, it's 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 gonna be here. That's that's fairly soon. And so, you know, one of my predictions was like all these games were gonna come out this month or or within the next couple of months, and I didn't quite nail it. But I'm I'm glad that this is this is oh uh, yeah, this is one of the ones that I wanted on there. So I'm glad that for it's sure. Done. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, Psychonauts too. It's it's uh, it's coming out in August, so yeah, we got another one hitting yeah. August. Um, I, thank God, I, I don't need to see any more of this game. I'm, I, yeah. it's 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 Psychonauts, absolutely Psychonauts. Um, so um, you know, I'm I'm not too hyped about it. it it'll be one that I'll download and, and test out for you know 30 minutes to see if it's if it's got something for me, but. It's not looking like it's my kind of game, uh, much like the first game was. Um, anything changed about your perspective about the game, knowing it's coming out soon, or are you just kind of feeling the same? Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, again, another one of those games that you know Microsoft came in, bought Double Fine, and put money into it. Um, you know, for me, uh, this is a game that had all the main bosses cut out of it because it was running out of money. Uh, and when the, when Microsoft scooped it up, they were able to put all those back in there so one of the things for me and and, and it's kind of the theme for me is um kind of paying attention to when microsoft does this because again microsoft cannot have the reputation of no games to now shitty games right so i I think if they're taking time to put money into 12 minutes taking time to put money into psychonauts uh, 2 i think that they see something special or or the potential or something special and so i i i like psychonauts 1 when it came out on og xbox I thought it was really, you know, that t- it gave it gave me those Tim Burton vibes, and it's still it's still doing that. Tim Schafer is, you know, he's like the video game Tim Burton almost, mm-hmm. and he is very. This is the first time that I'm thinking back at you know all his games he made with Double Fine, that this is the first time that he's working with with like an uh, uh, an infinite uh, probably. Uh, oh, to him, like an infinite uh, budget uh, almost. <laughs> yeah, budget, budget standards. Yeah, because yeah. he's you know. Yeah, he's scraping by oh, yeah. everything, right? And, and and you know, we were talking about the way the game looks, and I think that this is a game. This game, I know this game has been in development for a very, very long time, so it definitely doesn't look. That like shit gen. looks ugly. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think it looks ugly. I think, uh, but here's the thing, though. I think you're right, but I think that's the art style because that first one, those character ones, whoa, man, they. I mean, by by today's standards, they look terrible. But by then, it was off-putting to look yeah. at a lot of these yeah. characters. I think that's the design of it. I think the art style goes a long way. Uh, but I, I think that uh, this is going to be one of those games that I don't know if you'll like it because I, I, like you said, I don't know if it's your type of game. But it, this is for me is a dark horse for sure as, as a as a top five game because I mean it would have to be another disaster for it not to make my top ten. Uh, so okay. we'll see. Um, 
we'll see what happens here in the next couple of months. Another game. This comes out what uh, the twenty fifth. Uh, I, I think it was twenty twenty something. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so we got some back to back bangers potentially here. We'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see. In August, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, after that, they they kind of followed up with some updates on Fallout seventy six and uh, Elder Scrolls Online, which that's a big whatever for me. I know you're not really big on either of those two. Um, nope. Hades coming to Game Pass followed that, which is cool. Um, no, that's awesome. Uh, you know, yeah. n- no complaints there. I, I kind of wish I would have waited to play it on on uh, Xbox, um, not just for the price, you know, paying for the game on Switch, but because it's probably not going to have any. Um, Bullshit input lag like Switch games do. Uh, fuck Nintendo. Uh, and then they follow that up. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I think. But I think it's super smart by by uh, Xbox to kind of snatch this up. Oh yeah, yeah. And what many game awards, you know. So yeah. on uh, and on Game Pass, this is a uh, not a roguelike guy, but this one got me playing it for a little bit. Yeah, so. it was good. I might it try was it a lot again. of fun. It was actually a good yeah. podcast game for me to play. Um, yeah, Somerville, dude. Um, this game seemed like it was going to be up. Oh, here's some indie bullshit. And then it, the trailer just got me, man. That trailer just got me. The family kind of escaping and, and running around. I'm like, and I texted you. I'm like, this reminds me a lot of Inside. And then you explained yeah, to me yeah. the, you know, what, what was going on with this, so, with this, uh, with this so game. So Dino is a Dino Patty or Dino Patai. He was the co-creator of, uh, of Play Dead labs and uh he's a producer of inside and uh you know he made a new company called jump ship which i don't know there's a there's something there you know uh and some of it looks like you know definitely the mind of the person who was be you know probably those kind of games uh the interesting about this game is that you control all three family members uh, and so mm-hmm. the puzzles will be based on, you know, the, and each of those family members will have a different thing that they can do. And each of the puzzles will be based on using those family members uh, accordingly. And it, it's, it seems like that perfect blend of complex environmental puzzles, mm-hmm. storytelling, and, and, and all that stuff. Because when you look at Inside, that, that, yeah. that, that game, um, you know, starts off simple enough, right? Uh you know, it's funny because it looks like you're escaping a facility, but really you were trying to right. break inside of one, into one. Right. Uh, so I like I like those kind of uh, games. I think it they're really smart. Uh, like Limbo is another one, just really well made games. And I and I'm super stoked because this game looked like Limbo on crack. It looked like next gen Limbo because it looked <laughs> right or, or yeah, next gen uh, inside as well. It just uh, looked inside, yeah. like. It was impressive, man. I, when the, yeah, it got me. It got me immediately with the with the atmosphere alone. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And I didn't like inside that much because oh, yeah. I didn't like how it ended. It got way too weird for me. It was like, what the fuck? I is love this? that. I love but, that. But um, oh, get the that fuck out of awesome. here, man. Human blob with yeah, yeah. hands. No, and that was weird. But yeah, I thought nah, I'm good. From a that was weird. And from a story perspective, I'm like, I, they're doing a lot. But the gameplay, like when it switched that blob, that was fun because <laughs> it completely changed the entire. I was like, this is actually, I'm having a good time doing this, but I was definitely like, I, they did, they're doing too much for sure. Yeah, man, yeah. boo. I like that game. Um, but no, I'm I'm all about this. The only bummer is like 2022. I'm like, ah, oh, man, if this would have hit in like september give me give me this in september or something oh man i've been i've been yeah. so happy but uh either way i'm excited for it uh i think it's on game pass right yeah yeah did they say it was day one game pass yeah yeah all in yeah all in on that 
And then we get to the halfway point of, of, uh, of the event. And the halfway point is, interestingly enough, Halo Infinite. I thought, so, that, was, I thought that was a flex as well. That was a little weird for me at first. And, and, and I, I'll be honest, at first I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't see the flex in it at all. I'm like, why are they? It felt. It almost was like, okay, are they trying to bury this in between? No. Are they sandwiching Halo in between other stuff to kind of, you know, let's just take your attention. Yeah, we're doing stuff with Halo, but then I, I when I rewatched it that second time, like I told you, I'm like, oh, this was kind of yeah. cool. I, I kind of liked that they were like, yeah, and yeah, our dick is still on the table actually, and and Halo's How looking about great this game, now. Huh, so. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Um, Man, you know, I will say it, it wasn't the re-reveal that I hoped it would be, right? When I talked about, okay, they need to give us a four-minute trailer, five-minute trailer of, of pure graphical showcase, very cinematic. Let me see what you've done since we last saw Halo, right? And it 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 wasn't entirely that. It, they had some, you know, the beginning moment of Chief kind of, you know, bouncing through the wreckage of a ship and stuff like that to break into some facility, which I thought was really nice looking. It had really cool lighting and, and shadow effects and all that stuff. And, and, and chief looks amazing. Um, so it, it did scratch an itch to an extent. I wish I could have seen more. Um, they, they showed uh, his, apparently his, his new chick uh, is, is, uh, is with him now. I can't remember what her name is, but Mortana, I guess. Um, <laughs> So, you know, she's in the air, uh, in there now, uh, literally in, in his head now, and uh, it looks good. I mean, I think for me that the big thing was was getting a chance to see the multiplayer uh, come together. And, it, man, this one and Battlefield, to me, were like, we're fighting. Yeah. As like, I'm, I don't know which one I'm more hyped about because this looked so Halo in all the perfect fucking ways I wanted yep. it to be. Um, and then later on, actually t- earlier today, as of this recording, they had um, a blowout. Well, not a blowout, blowout, but like a 12-minute thing where they talked in more detail about the multiplayer. And nothing about this looks bad to me, sounds bad to me. I, I, I think it looks great. But kind of share your thoughts about what you think about the Halo. Um, yeah. I, about the Halo. I, what, so one of the things that they were saying, and just kind of like insiders, like people like Jeff Grubb was saying that, one of the reasons that we didn't see a lot of the single player is because they didn't want to take the team away from uh, creating a a E three presentation, an E three splice, because yeah. they kind of want to keep them focused. It's one of the reasons why it's holiday twenty twenty one and not a specific date. They don't want to put any kind of a pressure of a date on the development team. They want them to work and not you know not think about hey we have to hit deadlines because uh, there's that whole crunch stuff that they're trying to also get under control as well so they're giving him they're giving halo the w- do whatever the hell you want type thing like they, they got supposedly they got till december you know uh so i'm okay with all that but i, I think and, and yeah, i think another thing about it is it's just like a sunk cost fallacy when when you re-reveal that single player campaign like i told you jokingly people are going to start zooming into rocks and like look at the texture on oh, this I'm so sure. they they don't want they don't want any of the distractions they they know what they have they at this point visually the game is what it is if it's going to be a massive upgrade awesome if it's not then there's no reason for them to put themselves into that kind of you know that that world win again i think the game looked yeah. fine for a cross gen game uh, so, so same can it look, same it looked it looked perfectly good can it look good better yep yeah of course, it could also yeah. look worse. But 
I think ultimately the, the, the multiplayer stuff really got a lot of Halo fans like myself and you. Like we just forgot all about that because that multiplayer oh, yeah. just looked absolutely like just amazing. And one of the things that I really liked is a little subtle touches with the uh, with the physics stuff, like you know uh, the grenade throwing a, yeah, a, a yeah, weapon dude. which you can catch. You could also uh, grapple hook a yeah, weapon towards you. The fucking grapple yeah, hook. You can do you can <sighs> do so much and the grapple hook is really changing like how you play that game in the single player and in it the multiplayer. Is. Uh, and that's probably gonna be the thing that's going to separate a good Halo player with a great Halo player. Uh, and so I totally yeah, agree. I, I'm yeah. really happy that they're they're they're, it's still a Halo ass Halo game, but they're implementing things yeah, yeah. that are are not Halo. And there's there's that um, there's that uh, uh, other uh, Warthog. It's called the Razorback, and, yes. and you can like store things in there. So you can store like you know like uh, turrets and all that. You can drive around and set them up. It, like they, they they are really like opening this game up, the multiplayer uh, aspect of it, to, in a way that I didn't even think was possible um oh dude and i so smart with other yeah. things like battle pass too oh that 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 that's so genius. that little stuff like that is the stuff that we're like these guys are really thinking about it and also they get it because the what marco's alluding to is when you play um call of duty or when you play uh fortnite every season has a pass and you work towards the pass uh, the things that it gives you, like uh, new armor, colors, whatever. Once that season o- is over, that pass is gone. You can't gain the things from that again, and you can't work on any of it. But with Halo, is every pass that you have is yours to keep forever. So if season five comes out and all the stuff is on there you don't like, but you still like the stuff from season four or three that you haven't finished, you can then put that game pass in the place of that of that one interchangeable anytime you the want battle the battle pass, pass, the battle pass. and then yeah, yeah. you could work on keep working on those things to get the things that That's you so want fucking cool it's great because honestly you know playing getting into call of duty uh black ops uh cold war is like there's things from the other one that i really liked like these skins that i really liked that I never got to get through. And then the one thing that I did finish that I 100%ed, those skins, I didn't like any of those skins. Mm. I did not remember anything Exa- cool yeah, about them. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's that's okay, I So guess. it was just one of those yeah. things where you're going to spend the money on on, on on the on the battle pass, sure. But now I have to do this because it's the, it's the only thing that I have to work towards. Uh, if, if Season 7 has a terrible uh, pass, I'm not going to buy it. But I'm not going to miss out on anything, it, yeah. you know? I love that option of being able to just say, nah, I'm good I'm on good that on one. I'm just going to keep yeah. grinding on this one to get this thing and that thing and that thing. Yeah, I think that's so dope. And I hope that they continue to think of new ways to, um, you know, repurpose a lot of the shit we've started to see with multiplayer shooters yeah. along the lines of Battle Pass to make for a more convenient play your play your way kind of game that everybody yeah. always says, but no one really gives you uh, a chance to do. So I'm all in on that. Um Man, I, I don't have yeah. much else to say. I think I think Halo showed, you know, again, once I kind of settled back down and got off my little, you know, soapbox of disappointment that it wasn't a full-blown cinematic trailer, I'm like, you know what? That was yeah. plenty. You know, I, I, I would have liked a firm date. I'll be honest. I think that would have yeah. been good. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you know, it, it is weird coming from Starfield. It's, you're telling me that that's next year on this yeah. date. 
but you can't tell me when Halo's coming out. So in, in that kind of comparison, it's weird. It's a little, it's a I'm, little scary. I'm, like I'm a little worried that it gets pushed to next year. And I hope it doesn't. That's yeah. where I'm at too. Um, so I'm hoping that they figure out what they're going to do with the yeah. date sooner than later, so that I can just have the peace of mind of knowing. Okay, but I think at the very least, I, I would say if if I don't know what's causing the you know the the uncertainty if it's if it's tightening up the single player or if it's getting the multiplayer in the best space or what but um if it is the 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 single player kind of holding things back i would be totally cool with them putting out the multiplayer first i um i would i would i wouldn't prefer that obviously but if i had to play some halo this year i would be fine if they. i think with what they suggested i think it's the other way right i think it's the multiplayer that's that that is still was still cooking for them uh, a little bit. Get, get to, you you have to understand yeah. one thing about them, and, and, and the game is called Infinite, and that is a that that name of that game is multifaceted. Yeah, I'm sure it has to do something with the story itself, but um, there's there's also going to be this. You know, Master Chief Collection really put the kind of the blueprint of what these games could be in the future. I feel like the basis of what this multiplayer is will be the multiplayer going forward for every Halo game if there is a sequel in the next five or ten years, you know? It'll just be that constant upgrade to this thing itself. So there's no reason for them to put something out that is potentially not where they want it to be if the idea behind this multiplayer is going to be running for years to come. So it's just one right. of those things where we might uh, ultimately uh, we're gonna see this game this year. I think that they have. I think that I. I oh yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm confident. I think that they the reason the reason behind not giving him a date, you know, kind of keeping all pressure off, just goes to show for me more or less that they're really wanting this game to be ready this year, and so they're not gonna put any undue mm-hmm. pressure on 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 the development right. team because it's their baby. It's 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 yeah. it's their it's the face of the franchise. One of the complaints about Xbox that I've always had is they don't have a lot of those. They don't have a lot of faces of franchises. You look at Sony, they have tons. They have you know, they have the mascots. Yeah. They have the they got yeah, everything. They got a, Nintendo has them all. Xbox oh, yeah. doesn't really have that. They they have Master Chief and maybe at one time maybe jo- maybe Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, and you know, and I'm sure they've wanted to push Joanna Dark and maybe they will with the new game comes out. Maybe yeah, but as of true. now yeah. very, very, very there's not a lot of characters that are serve as a face of the game. And so this is a one. Yeah. So this is the one they're gonna take the most care of. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited right. for this. Alright. Well let's let's power through the rest mm-hmm. of these. Um so up next we have Diablo 2. Um I'm I'm kinda glad you're excited yeah. about this one a little bit now because I think this is a good um I think your your looter game experience got a lot of you know got got very fucked up because of Destiny. Yeah, oh yeah. This is a, this is to me this would be a good game for you and me to play to just talk shit about other stuff, um, plan the podcast stuff and just and just and just kill shit. Um, this is a really really fun one and it looks it looks terrific it looks great. for um for being a, a remake. So I'm all in yeah. on this completely sold. Um, I was briefly excited for a Game Pass thing. It didn't yeah. happen, but it's all good. Um. So I'm all yeah. In. I mean, I I never I never um, played Diablo two. I, I played some three, um, and I you know, going back to two now would be impossible. Just kind of I saw the the graphical differences. It's like, ew. but <laughs> yeah. I, I mean this look, yeah, it's it's this crazy. looks awesome. Like really really good. I love the look of uh, it. September yeah, September twenty really third. Cool. Uh, I, I'm I'm Perfect. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Yeah. 
Perfect. Yeah, I'm all in. Uh, a Plague's Tale Requiem. This one, this one got me personally excited. I I think that the original A Plague's Tale Innocence is a hidden gem. Uh, it is already on Game Pass. I highly recommend it. It is um is very impressive for um you know being a uh, kind of a that that kind of double a middle of the road type of game um i thought it was great environmental puzzles were really cool the rats were were a really interesting twist um to kind of navigating through that um, yeah. those spaces i'm really hyped that there's going to be a sequel to this um and that it's on game pass too so i don't have much to say about it other than recommending all of you if you got a dry spell of nothing to play and you happen to have an xbox give it a shot you might actually um might actually dig it um i know i did yeah so, I, I might want to um, go anything from you on I this wanna, i might want to go back and finish a play sale the thing for me is um i felt a little janky when it when you weren't doing the rat stuff like in terms oh like, yeah yeah there, it was very it was very unreal, yeah there's some in stuff sense, that so. makes you that, that makes you f- like a boss fight you know and and, and i just didn't mm-hmm. like that at all and there was just some moments where i was kind of like and, it, and listen i think that game was brilliant in many ways and mm-hmm. i always thought that this game a sequel to this game would hopefully probably put all those things into place and i'm Right. Super, super excited for what this potentially can be. But again, it's on Game Pass, cool. so I'm definitely gonna have to give it a, a try. And Plague Tale Innocence is on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I was saying. It's yeah. on Game Pass. I'm gonna as have well. to download yeah. that and try it again. Well, actually, I have it on PlayStation. I'll yeah, just go yeah. back to PlayStation and my save file. But yeah, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Um, Far Cry Six. Did you want to see some more Far Cry Six? How about some Far Cry Six? Yeah, they got it. You want some Far Cry? This 6? is the moment where I was like, they gotta stop showing <laughs> this thing. I mean, I pretty much. Uh, yeah. You know, I pretty much uh, put together a lot of those where those. Uh, yeah, know. it was starting to like, oh, that's yeah, that, yeah. and then this happens after that. Yeah, I, I, I don't have much else to say about it. It's like, okay, it's still Far Cry Six. Oh, no, the cool. only thing I can um, think about it is like they're really proud of this Far Cry Six, and they're and then they really so. want people to play it. So it's like, come on, guys, like this is remember this. So it's like, yeah, that's the only thing I could. Yeah, like this. And I, again, yeah, I'm um, excited for it. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and. I think, um, you know, yeah, like you said, this is the last time I need to see it. Just, just put it yeah. away. I, I know what it is. I know what it's going to be like. I just, I'll get to it when it's time. Uh, Shredders, um, snowboarding is back again. Um, this one was a little strange. I, <laughs> I, I didn't really know what to expect from this. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, I, I, I came away not exactly mad at it. This was kind of more of a. It had a little bit of dude bro in it. Yeah. Much more tame than Riders Republic, um, in I, a thousand different ways. I almost felt like it wanted to be that, but it was like just not. They did a good good job to be like, "Hey, man, <laughs> uh, yeah." I, I don't know. I think I think the snowboarding actually looked a little bit better. No, than, it did. Than, uh, it wasn't even close. Yeah, Shredder's uh, yeah. looked way better, and this is uh, yeah, it looked way a better. spiritual successor to Ant, which is a Xbox only uh, snowboarding yeah. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did like uh, I, I liked Amp back yeah. in the day personally. Yeah, I, um, it was I'm cool actually for what really was. into this because uh, like uh, Marco and I we mentioned earlier, you know, with you know 1080 snowboarding and SS was well, SS tricky or because uh, I wasn't really into yep, SS, SSX. SSX. I wasn't into that. I was into like 1080 snowboarding. That was like my shit. And so mm-hmm. that you know, I'm really excited for this. Uh, I'm always looking for that next 1080 experience. And yeah, uh, Shredders looks really cool. It looks like it's gonna. You know, scratch some of those itches, and I, uh, I'll take any one of these over any one of those riders over that <laughs> their republic. I'll tell you that right now, dude. Easily, yeah. 
Um, up next is a game that I was really hyped about that I thought was uh, the last night, which is Replaced. Um, man, uh, you know, every once in a while I gotta, I gotta, you know, eat a little crow, eat a little indie crow. That is, um, you know, the 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 pixel art cyberpunk thing is just it's my bag. I I, I live for that shit. Um, the big bright, you know, lights that say hotel that on the side awesome. of the oh, give me all that, all of it. And this uh, this looks like it basically stole the the aesthetic from um, the last wonder, night, which was an indie game that was announced in, uh, three three years ago. Or so um, ran into some problems because of the creator saying some shit uh, that was a little foul. I think there was some um, I think there was some budget issues or something like that too. But he keeps maintaining that the game is still in development, but we have really have not seen anything about it since. Um, but uh, I say all that to say this game looks like it is doing that, but a little bit better. Um, I love the look of this. I think the gameplay looks really interesting. Um, this is one of my uh, surprise, um, you know, surprises of, of the show uh, for sure. Uh, probably, probably right up there with, with Somerville, I'd say. Uh, those two were my like, oh shit, they're doing, oh, this is really cool. So love the cyberpunk style. I love the way the game looks and, and seems to be, uh, and I'm all in on it. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I think that Microsoft went out looking for the, for their, uh, Last night uh, replacement because I mean last <laughs> yeah. night uh, did show, uh, showcase on theirs uh, on their thing and it was a it was going to be a, a, a Xbox exclusive game and then after all that stuff happened yeah. it got dropped I'm just to, just to give an update here on last night uh, apparently it was supposed to be shown in 2018 Game Awards but at the last minute it was pulled because they had legal and funding issues that forced to delay the game and now they are currently still seeking additional funding support uh, AKA that game is dead but anyway. Yeah, it's yeah so we got this yeah. going. So this um, looks... So that's... I mean, yeah. absolutely... I'm sick of just... Uh, I'm also sick of the of the pixel art 2.5D stuff. But every once in a while, you're in a games like this, and it's... Something hits. It, it, yeah. Because when it first started, I'm like, oh, we, I think we both were like, oh, another one of these. And then what got me is when he was climbing <laughs> yeah. the side, and it said hotel on the side, that whole... When it pushed oh, back, I, I literally got me. weak in my knees. I was like, oh... Yeah, it was that was <laughs> great. That was so good. Oh man! So uh, after that, they uh, they showed an update for Grounded, which is apparently a thing. Nephew uh, loves I, that game. I, I put the words "go away" in my notes uh, for this one and the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but this does nothing for me. I'm I'm glad it's 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 popping, but I, it's not for me at all. They added seats, um, man. Places to sit down. Boo. <laughs> um, among us is coming to xbox which is my other go away i'm yeah, like all right yeah pablo wants me to still try it i'll probably do it because um that's what tends to happen or we'll download something to play and then we never don't play worry, it don't worry <laughs> Got, listen to this we're gonna get marco to play among us and he's gonna he's gonna probably eat some crow on this uh here uh, uh man podcast. it's really good boo again uh, we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll try it. It can't hurt yeah, to try yeah. it. But uh, then they dropped something for, I guess it was like a crowdfunded um, uh, game called Ayudin Chronicles, yeah. which is, seems like it's a spiritual yeah. successor to, um, I forget what the franchise is. Uh, it's a spiritual fuck, successor to uh, Suikoden. Oh, Suikoden? yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, Suikoden. Uh, so, yeah. It, it looks like a JRPG. Uh, it looks cool. looks fine. Um, probably not something I'm going to really be interested yeah. in playing myself. So All these JRPGs, cool. they never, for me, they never hit right in trailers and never hit right. No, in, they don't. But it's when they come out, I read the reviews, and they're like, oh, okay. 
but they never really yeah. deliver. They just all look yeah. the same to me. They all run together in my brain. Yeah. So um, nothing there for me. Uh, Age of Empires 4. That's a pretty big game for a PC, I guess. Um, nothing there for me personally. Yeah, they didn't but, uh, um, talk about it being on consoles either. Um, but yeah, it, so. it's uh, I grew up on Age of Empires 2 on my gateway PC. Yeah. So uh, yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this possibly one yeah. day coming over to consoles. Till then, we'll see. Yep, yep, same. Uh, Outer Worlds 2. Um, I wrote, kind of half-jokingly, the best trailer of E3 easily um, because of how on time it is and how hysterical it was, just considering a lot of the -the behind-the-scenes shit that happens when games are announced, when there's not really a game made to even show. Um, I think there's some irony there because i think that's probably the exact they're very literally probably saying that oh, about this game yes, too for sure because um, when it pulls out at the so, end they're like oh we're showing a silhouette because we're not really sure what it's going to look like that they're yeah. talking about themselves for sure. yeah 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 some people just think that that's a joke i think that there's literally nothing they're but production on, on that yeah. game at best yeah so i i think um you know this is this is where it got a little annoying for me to be honest because it's one of those times where we're announcing shit for the sake of announcing shit. Mm-hmm. And this is where, you know, and I'll talk about it more at the end. Uh, I keep I keep hinting at it, but it just got on my nerves that we're, we're, we're going back to this announcing things that we're not going to probably see again for a while thing. So, um, but hey, I'm glad to know this game is it, it exists. I would have much rather seen Avowed um, than, than to know this game was coming because I, I figured there was going to be a sequel to The Outer Worlds. Yeah, but, and I, um, I think that... It was funny. I think that's why they did it. It's because it was one of those things where The Outer Worlds was just... Uh, it was a huge success for them. You know, little money put into it, a lot of money made. Uh, Microsoft, you know, they they want to show they want to show like Obsidian off. I think, um, uh, and mm-hmm. I think by giving them the 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 platform and the way that they did it and how they did it, like to the irony of it, I think it's showing them, hey, we got this game. You know, it's coming. We're gonna be working on it. Here it yeah, is. Yeah, just you know. I yeah. think Avowed is probably, obviously, closer. I think it's next year. I just think that they um, are, in a way, they're being cautious with stuff like that. Because I think next year they want to have the same kind of E3 blowout or game, you know, Summer Game Fest where they're going to talk about Avowed and they're going to talk about you know, Redfall and they're going to talk about uh, there's one more big game coming out next year that they already confirmed. Mm-hmm. But, you know... And, and and they're probably gonna tease Fable next year because then after that you know they, they they definitely have a path to these games in the next eighteen months it's gonna be really awesome and beyond so you know I'm not mad at yeah. this particular one but there are other ones that I that I definitely uh, agree with you on okay. Yeah. All right, so Flight Simulator was up next, um, stunning stuff as expected, um, preloaded. I'm gonna try it out. I know I know what I'm gonna do. I'm going to play it for about 45 minutes and go, yep, I'm flying. And then I'm going to get bored and turn yeah. it off, and <laughs> that's going to be that's it. Same. But, hey, yeah. I, it looks beautiful, um, and I, I'm, I just want to be able to say I, I, I tried it out. Yeah. Um, speaking of beautiful, my god, uh, Forza Horizon 5. Um, I don't know how to say blown away in a different way um, other than saying blown away, I, I, but I wish there was a better way of describing it because – you know, we've seen some amazing games, and we will continue to see some really amazing games, and probably some that'll trump this, in, in, you know, in a year or two, probably. But 
holy shit, dude. This and, and yeah, it's a racing game. I know, and and even I was like, you know, okay, chill, Marco. It's a racing game. It's 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 cars on track or cars in an open world. But still, no, um, yeah. this looked unbelievable. Uh, and and I wasn't. I was like I said in the in the pre uh, pre E3 show. I'm I was interested. I was curious. I was gonna check it out, and I would probably download it. But this tipped the scale for me in a way that I wasn't expecting. Um, I'm all in on this. I think it looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, watching it again in the 4K, uh, 60 frames on. <laughs> oh God, that's ridiculous. So where are you at with this? Yeah, uh, with this same, game? same. I mean, I, I love that they kept doing the thing where it's like. And this is a shot of Mexico where we filmed tw- uh, in 12K to get the... Uh, and then it's like, <laughs> but this is actually the game. And you're like, what do you mean? And then the cars race in into the frame. I I don't know what kind of oh, sorcery boy. or magic that they're doing here. Uh, but this, man... it just it, And again, yes, we all know it's a racing game. But we got to give it due. It's an open world racing game. Every aspect yep. of this game, you're just driving through shit that just looks... It's like breathtaking. It's like... Uh, that, that looks that looks good that that looks good well, that oh, looks that yeah, looks yeah, yeah. everything is just <laughs> it's ridiculous and it's and it's and if you're gonna show off That's so yeah true. And if you're gonna show off a next gen game and, and and yeah I think that Forza Horizon has really cool um, gameplay mechanics and it as a person who is not a fan of racing games Forza Horizon keeps me engaged more than any other racing game than it's probably Need for Speed Carbon. You know, uh, or something like that. But I never, yeah. I, I never finish them. I never, you know, complete. But, but in terms of just kind of enjoying the the environment, the aesthetic, the racing, all that stuff. Uh, you know, Forza Horizon is for me the premier racing game in that sense. Where you know I'm not a huge fan of motorsport, uh, but you know, I, and the fact that this is the game that is just kind of blowing me like away is. I yeah, am, dude. I'm really Insane. I'm really excited for this game. November 9th again, Game Pass day 1. Uh, yeah. If you I mean just try it. I mean just just play it a little bit, you know, you know. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 this is this is going to be a, a a bigger a bigger deal than I thought it was going to be knowing knowing what I knew beforehand and, and then seeing it but but yeah, seeing it was a totally different yeah. story. Um I'm I'm 100%. I think it's going to be a great um, little one-two punch um, that time of year between that and Halo to kind of say, "Yep, Xbox is is kind of starting starting their shit." Yeah, I mean, um, when, when you look at when so, you look at that itself, because uh, like you said, I mean, you have that Halo Infinite, Forza Five, and then you have games, little games, but just games that are being trickled out from now on, right? So you got like right, the Ascent, right. you got Flight Simulator, you got Psychonauts Two, you got Twelve Minutes, then you got Lake, yeah. which is a game they didn't really talk about in their press conference. But it's um mm-hmm. it's a, it's a game that looking you know it's the mom and the daughter on a road trip, uh they showed that a couple yeah they yeah. got back for blood on Game Pass, you know and then it's happening, yeah. it's it's starting yeah, yeah. The, they got a lot of stuff coming this year a year that we thought maybe mm-hmm. wasn't gonna be great and maybe next year and the year after that are gonna be blows away in, in that sense, uh, yeah but I mean look, Xbox has the games now they just have to deliver. Which brings us here to our last game. <laughs> will this game end up being... Oh, man. My question is, before you get into it, is will this game end up being what Phil Spencer said it was? Because, go ahead. Now, tell the people what, okay. well, tell the people what, he, what he said so, it was going to be as a reminder. Before he talked about Omen, which was the codename for the uh, game that... Um, um, oh, my God. Redfall. Uh, no, no, um, the company. 
Jesus. Oh, Arcane. Arcane was making. He said, Arc- uh, uh, this game is a first-person, open-world, immersive shooter. And then he was very specific to say, in the way that Arcane makes their games, which we think about, um, you know, you think about Dishonored, and you think about this specific studio that made yep. um, Prey. Uh, that's what that's what I he talked about. That's what he said. And then he drops a trailer for a game called Redfall, which is now the official name of, of what Project Omen was. And, I mean, was he talking about the same game? That trailer know. looked like Philip. literally a thing, a concept uh, CGI trailer you show to people when you want to make a, a, a Left 4 Dead-like. Because that's exactly... Yeah. I mean, everybody who saw yeah. it was like, oh, another Left 4 Dead, like, another Left 4 Dead, like, I said it, another Left 4 Dead, like, Marco said another Left 4 Dead, like, uh, like what? why is this a thing? Why is this the closing out the show? And then, you know, thinking about it, thinking about what Phil said, th- th- these two these two things are not alike. Doesn't what happened here? Yeah. You know? Doesn't so I, I think for me is that maybe uh, Arcane had this ready to go in the tank. Like, this is kind of like showing off the personality of the characters and the enemy types and this was the best way of getting the that kind of each of those it, it was like a proof of concept yeah, I, I think almost. this is introducing each of those characters and introducing the enemy type and the world and all that stuff in a way that accidentally or on purposely just ended up looking like a completely <laughs> different game you know I think they yeah. wanted to do everything yeah, in do. one thing hey hey this is the characters you can choose from this is the enemy type this is the world everything blah blah and then put it all together it's like you just made a Left 4 Dead uh, uh, trailer did you guys yeah. not notice this kind of what you did like, I don't understand how anybody could have seen that them specifically and didn't think that we we're gonna think this is a multiplayer it's like the first thing I yeah, thought yeah everybody the, thought yeah that. it was a weird so, weird miscalculation of yeah. our of our like reaction to it not to say that there's nothing there to be excited about I mean I'm sure it'll it, be a cool game but there isn't now but the idea of arcade making this game that's that's exciting sure but then yeah, what you showed me absolutely nah what what the fuck was, was that? that I mean look it, I wrote down I wrote down hokey I wrote down quip heavy bullshit yep. <laughs> I wrote down bland yeah. Uh, and and trying to be another, I, I put back for blood, but another left for dead, basically the same thing. Yeah. But it, I just, I I didn't understand. You know, look, you you gotta tell me what a game is after a while. Like I'm I'm tired of, you know, a lot of these these new IPs are not really introducing themselves the right way sometimes, and it's it, it's okay because sometimes all is well that ends well. And I'm sure in this case it'll be no different because Arcane is great at making video games. But you gotta you gotta give me something that is an accurate or a semi-accurate representation of what your new IP is all about, or else I'm just gonna see a little short film that kind of looked like some Overwatch art style yeah. shit with some quips between four people that said a bunch of cringy dialogue and did some supernatural shit here and there and shot some things and a big, you know, vampire thing looming over a city. Like, I just didn't take anything from that that made me feel like it was, um, an open world. It was anything remarkable shooter. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not that, but you know, just something remarkable in general, that would be worthy of ending the show. You know, that would be something where I would have been a little surprised if, Okay, if, if I'm going to get a Redfall thing, I want to see the actual Redfall game or something at least more like a Starfield where it's it, it still feels like Which it's the game. exactly what I was going to say. When Starfield opens up and shows, it doesn't show you, it doesn't look like 
there's nothing about that trailer that says RP, heavy RPG, open world, nothing about it. However, there's a vibe to it. There's a there's proof a of vibe. concept. Yes. There's something that they're showing you that isn't necessarily gameplay, but it is something that's going to be what that game is going to be. This uh, Redfall trailer was emulating gameplay in a CGI format. Like, you know, teaming mm-hmm. up. Shooting this, shooting that. This guy has a gun that shoots the um, the stakes, right? This this lady, she's uh, she loads her gun with her mind. Like they were almost showing like <laughs> character yeah. classes, which they probably are, but in a way that wasn't much more of a vibe, just much less like a proof of concept for gameplay, right? For a game right. that's gonna be a Left 4 Dead like. And I keep saying that because if you watch that trailer, that's all you get. It's all it se- it's all it seemed like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, so I, I think, um, you know, t- to kind of summarize and give my grade for Microsoft to wrap it up, I think, um, again, the flow of the of, of the presentation was really well done. Um, I did like the flexes that they did with Halo and Starfield. I thought that was really dope. And I thought that a lot of the Game Pass stuff it was, was really, really exciting, although a few of them I kind of wish were Game Pass, but just because I'm being greedy. greedy. Some of the, the, the negatives to me, I'm sorry, do you want to jump in? No, 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 I said greedy. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think for me, um, the the downside is I think that just the way that they're handling release dates, either not giving them at all, showing us stuff from 2022, telling us this one's holiday. I just think that they need to really find or figure out a system of telling us um, a when games are going to come out in, in a, at a reasonable time frame based on when they're first announced, and secondly, uh, to go back to what I talked about with. Um, uh, the Outer Worlds 2, is is if you don't need to announce something right away, then don't. Um, because right now they have a shelf full of games that they have announced already. And now it's going to be a case of, okay, are we going to see this game this time? Are we going to see Perfect Dark? Are we going to see Fable? Are we going to see Crossfire X, which now we know is kind of a fucked up project. Yeah. But you know, that was one of those games in that, that Pantheon, Everwild, what's going on with that? You know, and a lot of these have trouble development issues. A lot of these are just kind of, you know, cooking. Um, but I'm just tired of seeing that backlog of games that are getting announced and then put on ice and we don't hear about them again for a year or two. You know, like that just needs to stop to me. Like you at this point, you know, I think that they're starting to prove they have a steady stream of good games coming out. And just trust that a little bit more, you know, like, yes, it'd be great to drop bomb after bomb after bomb. But like, I'm not going to probably play the Outer Worlds 2 until 2023, 2024. Right. I I would be surprised if it's any any sooner than that. So why do I need to know this game exists now? Yes, it's nice to know for the sake of peace of mind that it's going to be a thing. But I just think they need to start focusing on covering their bases with stuff they've already announced instead of adding even more games to the announcement pool that they don't come back to or circle back to at a reasonable time. So my grade is B minus um, based on based on that, really. I think that was the big hang up for me is just getting a little annoyed with the way when games are getting announced and how they're handling release dates. Um, but other than that, I thought what they showed um, despite that issue is really exciting to see and and starting to prove that Microsoft is going to have that momentum that people have been clamoring for um, starting later this year. So uh, actually even before that with August um, releases. So I'm hyped about it. I thought it was a great show overall despite some of the the quirks. Yeah. So um, that's my grade, B minus. What do you got? So I I will say that I, I disagree slightly in one aspect. I think that there's a place for these conferences to have future games, but I think that 
it would one thing they would learn from is Nintendo. There's t- Nintendo sometimes announces these games. Hey, these are coming out next year. These come next year, and now these following games are all coming out this year. If Microsoft were to have done something where, hey, all these games are coming out in the next eighteen months, and they show all those games, and then they go, here's what you look forward to. Kind of what Phil did at the very end of that trailer, uh, end of that thing. L- Phil literally stood there and be like, hey, man, we have. This game, this game, this game coming. We also have these premier shooters, and which he mentioned Wolfenstein under his premier shooters as well. Like, oh yeah, that's so true. So if yeah. he had that, and, and they showed those trailers under that flag, then you would understand kind of okay, this is the future of that. Kind of like what Marvel does when they announce a new phase of movies. They go, hey, we got all these movies coming out in the next four years. You know, you can look forward to that <laughs> in the future. So if, if Microsoft is able mm-hmm. to do that. And, and set our expectations accordingly. But by by interstitching the uh, uh, um, Outer Worlds two right next to a game that's coming out in July gives it kind of this way, thing of disjointedness a little bit about like you said like all these games coming out in various states and various times. It's just there's just not a cohesiveness to the to the to the way that Microsoft seems to be doing that. Um, look, I, I think that uh, ultimately this is a real big flex on them because. Uh, you got these games coming out this year. You got games coming out next year, and then you got games that they didn't even talk about that you know are coming out the year after that. You know they have like this really, really steady pace of games that are coming. I, I think uh, yeah. my, my final grade uh, is an, is an eight minus, uh, and uh, the reason I give it an eight minus is just based on everything I said. I loved everything they showed. I think uh, you know even with the pitfalls like Redfall, you know, uh, not <laughs> not not showing you what it is the fact that we have arcane xbox has arcane as one of their you know first party studios and they're gonna deliver a game hopefully that is a first person immersive shooter that could potentially be good you know i you know that there's some of that to 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 take away from redfall but everything else yeah from 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 forza horizon 5 to halo infinite to Psychonauts, uh, you know, Back for Blood being on Game Pass, Starfield, Stalker Two looks good, Battlefield mm. showing up on there, twelve minutes. All, I mean, it, it, it's really hard to, to look at this and be like, uh, you can't, yeah, you know, and then, you can't. And yeah. then again, Redfall, Starfield, Plague Tale Requiem coming out next year, you know, Oof. and then the year after that, you have Man. what? You have a uh, Perfect Dark, you know, you, you like. It's happening, guys. That's like I said. Yeah. And then it's a- happening. And then, Microsoft and then, is coming for the blood. And then after Perfect Dark and all that stuff, you're probably gonna get the next uh, Gears game. You know, like they're coming. Oh you know? man, they're coming. Yeah. This is the, this is the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, cool, man. So let's, uh, man, uh, going from such a high <laughs> to oh, to such. Uh, I'm sorry that we're uh, spoiling my feelings on on Square Enix, but Square Enix presents was just a whole big bag of what the fuck. Um, now, they they tried it. They tried it. Um, they came out of the gate, and they said, guess what, y'all? Y'all like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Check this shit out for 20 minutes. And it, it got a lot of people hyped. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, at first, you were relatively excited and you thought I'm still, some of that shit looked kind of dope. I'm still excited Dude. for it. It's just that I was like really excited for it. I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah. you know, the, the pedigree of the studio making it and all that stuff. Right. Coming from Deus Ex. Yeah. But man, I wasn't fooled. I, and, and I'm not trying to sound elitist. It's just that 
there was something about the game, and I think you identified it, you know, as you as you kind of revisited it uh, earlier, that something about it just didn't seem right. Yeah, it, it seemed like the game. I mean, the game looks pretty. Sure, it looks. You know, the worlds look kind of cool and interesting, I guess, but the combat looks a little weird, a little dull, a little janky, a little floaty. Yeah. Um, I didn't like some of the HUD and, and, and interface elements that I saw. It was a little weird to me too. The frames, the frames were dipping. Yeah. Um, in quite a few spaces there, uh, it didn't look that great. Um, uh, boy, that dialogue was quippy all over yeah. again. And I'm but like, here we go. It's, but it, it wasn't bad. It was just, it was a lot of that, setup. That's the thing. It was, yeah, yes. So it, it, it was trying to say, I'm not that bad. Look at I, it's cool. Look at me for 20 minutes. I'm not that bad. Yeah, I know you feel a way about Avengers, but look at me though. Yeah. And and I'm just not buying it, dude. I'm not buying well literally, but I'm not buying the, the <laughs> fact that that this is um that this is some writing of the ship for the way that Square's been handling Marvel. To me, to be completely blunt. This shit looks, and I said this to you, this looks like, to me, an offline version of what they were trying to do online with Avengers and that it was supposed to, it feels like it's supposed to be this, like, you know, beat them up with other characters, but you're doing it offline and you can kind of halfway control their moves with, you know, button prompts and stuff like that to make it feel like you guys are all in on the action. But it just feels like they repurposed a lot of what's under the hood with Avengers to create a, a single player game off of it. And so I wasn't really impressed with what I saw because it just it just felt like it, it had a lot of the same skeleton yeah. of, of Avengers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how true that might be in that sense. Um, I'm sure that Square Enix, you know, with the Marvel license, they're very, and Marvel themselves, they're probably had a lot of input on the game itself. Um, I, I think that there's similarities, but I think the, the art style is different enough. I think it's a different game engine anyway. Um, but my, my thing is, is that with all the stuff about Avengers and how kind of, of a mess that game is, that game looks AAA and in many ways feels AAA. The, like, one of the things that I kind of noticed after rewatching a little bit is that Guardians of the Galaxy just looks a little cheap. Um, hmm. like it didn't have the same amount of financial backing perhaps that Avengers did. And maybe because of just it's a single player game and and maybe they knew that they can't really put too much into it to make money in the back end of it. So I almost feel like Avengers might have been like, all right, this is the game that we're going to make the most money of. Let's put the most money into it. Um, and so with Guards of the Galaxy kind of trying to run off the high, the, the, the hype of, of that pretty good uh, Marvel movie, um, or movies, both of them, I think that mm-hmm. th- there's a cheapness to it. I think they took some shortcuts here and there. And the game looks pretty, but I also think it looks a little dull. There were some areas when they were sitting down talking to... Oh, yeah. It just... The surroundings were like one color. And it was just like... There's a lot of little stuff like that. I, I think... I, I don't like a lot of the character... Um, Actually, I don't like any of the... Maybe Gamora is the only one that I like the actual way they... <laughs> she looked yeah. okay, yeah. But, uh... Yeah, Rocket looked all right. I yeah, guess. I think a lot of it has to do with they designed them have to look more like the comic book, the comics. But yeah. I don't really like the way Star Star Lord looks. Um, 
I don't know. It's weird because when I saw it, I, I think a lot of my hype for it was the fact that I was not expecting this. And I was not expecting it to come out this year. And I also was halfway expecting the game to be another kind of Avengers-like where its online component was the, the, the biggest draw point. The fact that it isn't that, the fact that it is a single-player-focused game made by the same people who made Deus Ex and has the Guardians of the Galaxy and also has those choices in terms of, like, different... There's different, like, uh, ways to go about certain missions. I... I, I th that still excites me. And I, this is a game that I will be playing, for sure. Unless it's, like sixes and fives and fours which could be you know but right now right. as it stands everything that has going for it uh i'm hoping that the jank and the jankness is 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 is, is subsided with the next gen consoles at least like it's not doesn't run great on the ps4 but <laughs> runs better on ps5 type thing we'll we'll yeah. definitely see um yeah you know it's not a game that blew and me away by any standard but it is the best thing that was showed on this conference because what follows all of this ho, is, ho, makes this ho, game look boy. like the magnum opus of square Enix. okay so for yeah so first in perspective and i it this was something i found in a form and i had to go look myself to to, to verify this Almost all of the trailers that were shown were uploaded to Square Enix's YouTube account, and almost all of them are getting insane amount of downvotes. The ratio is is pretty nuts. Some of them are a little bit balanced, but most of them are, are kind of lopsided um, as of this recording, and it, and that's a very telling thing. and And that doesn't happen every single day, um, but that that goes to show you kind of what how big of a blunder this this whole fucking thing was. And it started with um, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, which got a very weird, super quick trailer for something that is technically on paper really fucking exciting. <laughs> Look cool. Oh, man. One through. One through. Oh, my God. I get to play that one? Oh, Six man. That's specific. You fucking find out, dude. Not only... Is this shit not a collection, but you got to pay for them separately? But these bitches are only on Steam and mobile. <laughs> and I just had this Diablo Immortals moment again where I, I, I remember the, the developer on stage saying, don't you have a phone? <laughs> you know, like, Yikes. It, it, and it's like, what are we fucking doing here? Why would you do that to people? So that that trailer is, yeah, that trailer got a shitload of downvotes. So there's that. Um, and, and, you know, I'm sure you were probably just as confused as I was when that, when that happened too, right? I didn't understand just, why that was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get it. I was like, okay, Steam, yeah. so we're mobile only. <laughs> and then one of the things that, uh, that was going around is one of the reasons that they did this is because Nintendo supposedly has these games, uh, as exclusive to their platform and they'll be announced tomorrow as exclusives on their platform. However... I, I that Whatever. that would make too much sense for me. I, I honestly think that these games that's I think that's bullshit, and I think these games are just going to be on mobile. I honestly do. In the yeah, city. I I seriously think so too. Yeah. I wouldn't I would not be surprised. Yeah. So that that was immediately, and then it just started getting weirder and weirder with these really quick. And I didn't even write some of these down in my notes. Like really fucking fast, strange trailers of of uh you know the, the Final Fantasy VII spinoff, uh, the first Soldier, which is another fucking mobile game. Then they've got the near reincarnation game or whatever that's called yeah. on mobile you've got uh you know this card game that, that 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 hit for like 12 seconds it was just a weird series of strange mobile presence 
Um, a lot of it. And I didn't even know what to think of those, so I didn't even write them down. It's just like, what, what's going on here? What, what are we doing now? I, I think they might have seen something in terms of, like, you know, finances where their mobile stuff was just, you know, by far and away making them the most money, and they just doubled down on I that. guess yeah. so, but, oh, shit. Then they get to Legend of Mana, which looks fine, but to me, it's it's an unremarkable thing, um, of, in my opinion. Legend of Mana is one of those RPGs, uh, JRPGs that people love, but they don't yeah, love yeah. like they love Final Fantasy or Dragon. It's Quest. that it's yeah. yeah, it's that B tier, C tier, yeah. echelon kind of thing. Yeah. So it was like, okay, maybe we're starting to okay. They got through the fucking tornado of weird mobile shit. Maybe they're gonna get back on track. How about some Avengers though? Um, so they're still committed to Avengers. Uh, I, I said in the pre E three show, I'm like, I'm hoping they avoid it. I knew they probably wouldn't. Um, I will say the War for Wakanda expansion has maybe it has potential. Who knows? That it it looked good, okay. I mean, I, I don't think it looked okay. I don't think the games looks wherever it's problem. You know, it, it, yeah, it, so. yeah, at all. So it, but you know, again, are we beating a dead horse or not? Yeah. <sighs> then they get to fucking platinum games. So we're here worried about Bayonetta three, all this time, and come to find out, these motherfuckers are distracted making. One of the worst looking fucking games I have ever seen. Eighty over almost eighty percent downvoted on on YouTube right now. That's how bad this game is resonating with people. Fucking ugly live service four player co op game that looks like someone fucking noogied the game with Vaseline. <laughs> um, it the combat looks like it's the it's typical platinum games fancy pants looking shit. It is it is the epitome of what are you guys doing? Like this is so, you you think of the you know Astral Chain Bayonetta's one and two. You you see like their their potential and, and their their lineage of being able to make good games, but something is wrong. So here. I so Babylon's Fall was uh, announced in 2018. Um, the whatever that game was, this is not it. So it no. looks like they repurposed anything that that game was to create a live service game so they can themselves get into the live service kind of, uh, you know, into the, the whole situation, which they don't have one of those games. And this is a, this is a, a easy, it is a, you could just tell that they're doing it in your face. They don't give a shit money grab. And it's, they yeah. don't care if it fails because this is built on a bones of a game that just never was going to come out now, which was announced back in 2018. And so they don't give a shit. And so if they don't give a shit, I don't give a shit. And this looked, this I, I thought it was like, is this is is is, is something wrong? This is here. Am I not? This has got to be. A, yeah, yeah, like there's got to be an issue with the compression of the video, something. And because it, it was running no. on, it was running like 1080p or something. It was like, I was like, what was? It was compressed. That I mean, I, I think. Yeah. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. No. Dude, that I I'll go a step further. This game needs to get canceled. This is oh, this well, is one of those yeah, times where. Like platinum, you cannot afford to let this game come out like that. You, you have to cancel it. You got to figure out what's going on with you. S sorry to whatever deal you made with Square. No one is buying or playing this live service game that looks this fucking terrible. The trailer was spliced weird. It looks low budget. The the it's one of those trailers where there was like weirdly placed dialogue that didn't even give you a tease as to what it actually was. It was just random bits of dialogue that made no sense at all. Action sequences that made no sense at all. The characters all look ri ridiculous for no reason at all. Like you can't 
there's there's such a thing as a game that is going to do more harm than good. There was no textures. You can't just let it go out there and fail. Yeah. There was no textures, like te- no shading. There was nothing. <laughs> I don't know what this game I, did, man, but I I, nah. I think that I want to I want to know the story about Platinum Games and just speculation here. We all know the Microsoft story about Microsoft giving them a whole bound. bunch of money to scale bound and they kept going back and nothing was being done and all of a sudden they were funding like like a whole bunch of games that ended up coming. I think Vanquish is one of them. And it's like, wait, what's happening? How are you guys making all these games? Where are you getting the funding? And lo and behold, they were using Microsoft money to make passion (laughs) projects. (laughs) And now here they come making a deal with, with square and they're releasing this. I, there's a good chance that they're shitty. They're, they they might be scumbags. I don't know. Cause 'Cause this is, this is coming across as shitty as hell. Yeah, so they they, they got to cancel it. Yeah, it, it's going to do them more harm than good to let it go out there and flop. It's just going to be a bad, bad look. It won't be canceled. It's going to um, come out and it's going to be horrible, and they're not going to give a shit. They've got to cancel yeah. it. Oh, I agree. Or just or just tuck it away and just wait. Which is what they did until it, the dust settles. It, it's been literally hiding since 2018. Put that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> so um, moving on, life is strange. True colors. I'm. It, this is getting Far Cry ish for me in a way, of, in terms of like I'm tired of seeing this thing now. I'm tired of. Uh, Hi, I'm I'm the singer. Uh, I'm the singing voice for the main character, and and just love this game. And it. She doesn't have a lisp at all, but I'm just is doing she, and, that. Is she like but, uh, Michael Michael Jackson meets Mike Tyson? <laughs> <laughs> Life is so ignorant. <laughs> um, of course yeah, I did. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um. This game is just an unremarkable McGee to me, bro. I, I, I'll, I'll try it. I guess. Are if you it's a life is strange guy? Or something. I, I liked the first one. I didn't care for the, 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 the one that came what, out after. Because it was Spanish. Hell yeah, it's say Spanish. <laughs> of course, I don't like that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, this this ain't it for me, man. I, I, I again, it, and it's not because of anything. I want to be clear. It's not because of no. any way that you know, representation in this of game. Course I just, yeah. I just don't think that there's really anything remarkable about what they've done here, which from is, what I've seen of it. Which so. is weird because didn't they make that Xbox game? It was like three episodes. Um, that was them. Was that them? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it I don't know if them. it was them that made that okay, game. Maybe it wasn't um, them. It could be. I, I, I'm blanking out, of course, because we're recording like usual. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I, I'm. I'm. I'm past it now. I think that they're just kind of clinging onto that game because they just don't have anything that um they they really have to to offer um for this conference and. Whew, I mean they uh. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, it was them. They tried to end they, it. They uh, oh, it tell is. me why. Tell me why. Yeah, that's it was right, them. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was really um, that was a really good. Uh, I liked it. I have to. I still have to go back and beat it. I really enjoyed that game though. Donut um, is such a weird company because they made Life is Strange, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then they made Vampire, which okay, yeah, cool. I mean, that game, is, that game was a really cool <laughs> idea, just not executed well. Underrated, yeah. And then they got the uh, Life is Strange too, and then Tell Me Why. Are they not doing Life is Strange the new one? That's probably what it is. Is that is it not them? They're not doing True Colors. Is that what that is? Anyway, I'll yeah. Anyways, but you know, regardless, I think it's just time to get that game the fuck out and release it and move on and talk about other shit. Because yeah, I'm, I'm tired of it now. Um, so they end the show and they think that they are their dicks are dangling when they <laughs> drop this one. So the rumors of Final Fantasy Origin are true. I wish they were. Kind of. Kind of. Um, 
So, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Pablo, do you like chaos? Ugh. You ever wanted to kill chaos? I, I like him 80, 86 How about times. <laughs> hey, chaos, real quick. Baby. Real quick. True Colors, Life is Strange True Colors is not being made by Donut. Is is, oh, okay. is made by a, a a company named Deck Nine, who's made games such as Rally Cross Two, Madagascar Escape to Africa, The Ratchet and Clank Collection, and mm-hmm. most noticeably and most recently, uh, Tales of Honor: The Secret Fleet. Mm, quality. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay. yeah, chaos. Yeah, back to chaos. Yeah, yeah, we're back to chaos. Uh, man, there's some chaos going on, uh, and and that's because this looks like a disaster. Um, it looks early. It looks rough. And it's not. It's coming out next year. It's coming out next year. As a demo, supposedly. horrible voice acting. The the character models look about as generic as possible. Uh, they look like phoned-in attempts. Oh, here's a spiky-haired guy with pink hair, uh, and here's a here's a black guy that doesn't really look black, um, you know. But they just like colored his skin a certain way. But he doesn't have like oh. African American features. Let's just give him some dreads. That'll work. Uh, it's just it looks so phoned in and almost offensive in a way, especially with that representation aspect of it. The main character is a blonde guy and what looks like a fucking cardigan or something. Like and this what is, is he? What? And this is so we're, so we're clear. This is supposed to be an origin story of the first Final Fantasy game. This is not where, what I want. Where it's like um I, I'm I'm sorry? Yeah, there's some time what? there's some time stuff in, in Final Fantasy 1. Um but I mean, these guys look straight out of like 2021. And ripped into this ancient kind of uh, setting where they're like, "Hey, man, this is how we talk, <laughs> sir." Like I, yeah. Uh, what What are we doing? What, what What's going on here? Like Team Ninja is not known for you know creating riveting stories, but you think like this is Square though. They'll 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 feed them that. They'll give them that, and they'll be fine. Just make a good. You know, you've made Neo. You know, you you've proven you can make. You can make something Neo that works. Neo is fantastic. Go make something that works with Final Fantasy. What are you doing here? This looks like a fucking PS3 game. Yeah. Uh, the old ex CEO Kaz Harai Twitter yeah, I love uh, that. channel, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that uh, Twitter account. He came back just to, to say so that this wasn't backwards compatible. PS- <laughs> it's a PS3 game. <laughs> I'm like, that's so good. Yeah, because um, another thing is that this demo was released, and apparently and they it released work. It was fi- they released a demo that has corrupted files that won't let you download it. That's chaos, here's what I here's man. So, <laughs> yeah. chaos. You know, here's what I think. I mean, again, Pablo speculating. I I think that this is Square giving this to Team Ninja to make this game, and they're like, hurry up, make this next week, because I I this this I, is the oh, entire boy. rumor was that this was a Souls like because Team Ninja was making it, and they also made Neo and Neo Two, which are fantastic. I think Neo and Neo Two are the closest games they're, they're, to they're souls good. like being real good. good souls games and so in my head okay i don't want this but if it's gonna be a team it's that's a good team to pick because but it'll be a good game because it'll be if Neo, i don't want it it's not it's 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 emulating like devil may cry in the worst way. it's like the worst kind of devil may cry uh it's world. bad yeah i don't know yeah, what this, this is for because final fantasy big final fantasy fans don't want a game that's not a uh, an RPG. They already have enough trouble with 15 
and possibly with what uh, sixteen is going to be. They already are yeah. having no trouble with that with that kind of fighting system. You think they really want to completely step away from that? Play a story that is anchoring the entire franchise, it, starting from its origins. That isn't an RPG, and then you're really going to tie it in right with the first game with chaos <laughs> being the the, the main villain and all that, and and it being oh. like kids that shot at the gap before they came to this uh, ancient castle to fight an ancient evil Barely. like i don't even understand who this is for because it's not for the souls people because it's not a souls games it's not for no. the final fantasy people because it's not really a final game it's not for people who like good games because this is a bad game i mean it, <laughs> I, I, I really don't get it you know oh man yeah and this is this is when i started getting really really um confused about the state of square because on one hand you have Final Fantasy VII Remake, just impeccable. Yeah. The remake, the integrate from what you played so far, we'll talk about it on our oh, next oh episode. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, when we get back to loadouts again. Very, th- this is this is some square shit that we like. Did you, uh, by the way, you know, did even, you uh, finish integrate? I have, I'm, I'm playing the remake right, again okay, first, right, and then I'm going to get back to it. But you have that stuff. You have Final Fantasy XVI in good shape. You've, you've, you've made some really good stuff. You have uh, a lot you can tap into. But something is wrong. Something's got to be wrong. Because number one is you're leaning so heavily on your Marvel relationship that it almost looks desperate. Like, we have to dedicate as much minutes to this as possible because... I love her. She love you too. We know we got some shit that's... mm, But we're going to pass it off as being cool and just hope people focus more on this thing than this stuff after the fact. And I think that's why they, they, they structured it the way they did. Let's shoo let's 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 shoo off this this uh, pixel remaster thing really fast. Let's show a bunch of bullshit mobile stuff. Um, and let's let's try to reel them back in with some Final Fantasy origin stuff at the end. And it's it doesn't work that way. There's a lot going on and that must be happening that is is really troubling to me about the state of Square's uh, catalog. Um, it has made me very, very concerned about their immediate future because this is Square does not let a game like Babylon's Fall have that kind of platform. They, they just don't do that. They've they've made their bad games. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But for them to pass this off and go, okay, let's let's do that. That to me, there's something up. I there. mean, look, they don't um, even need. You don't even need any kind of like a a, a professional of anything to to see that and think, oh, this yeah. is not good. Yeah, just don't even do a show. Don't even do a show. Like seriously, I'm, that's you know, the, I'm being that's funny. The, like, that's the there's theme no need for this whole year. Ubisoft, yeah. you need to make a show. It's 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 Square, totally irrelevant. Didn't need it. You didn't have any reason to do it other than just you. You felt like you know being a part of something, and, and you got an F for it from me. So you got a Z. I don't know what you're giving it. You giving it what? A Z. <laughs> Zam. No, it's um, an F. It's an F. Straight up F. It's yeah. It's the most F yeah. uh, thing he's ever been. I mean. Yeah, this is. I mean, shit. This is right there with, uh, with Gearbox. I mean, it's, it's almost worse than Gearbox because I didn't expect anything from Gearbox. This was like and okay, the Capcom try to do some and the Capcom thing that just happened. Uh, yeah, we just got to that before we recorded, and that's 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 even worse than that. And that was this? bad, and this this is even worse than that. Yeah, yeah, and that was basically. Hey, we are going to do some DLC for Resident Evil Village. Talk to you soon about it. Uh, Ace Attorney for 58 years uh, <laughs> gonna cover this thing for a long ass time uh, and that's uh, about it and there's some Monster Hunter shit and here's what's going on with uh, esports and that's that's kind of the show there it's like okay we, Misa, let's hate just it. stop now Yeah, let's stop this so 
Um, but I think that that kind of concludes, um, you know, our, our day one coverage, uh, not day one of, of E3, day one and really day two of, of E3. We will be back uh, in a couple days to talk about um, Nintendo's Direct. Um, last chance for Pablo to, 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 to bail on his uh, his bet, but he's not going to do it. Nintendo he's, uh, just, he's looking released, steadfast. just tweeted and reiterated roughly 40 minutes of games that are mostly coming out this year. <laughs> I'm saying that's a lot to be sad about. Um, <laughs> so, so we are going to cover that. Uh, we are going to return to a a somewhat normal format for our next uh, part two of of the E3 coverage, where we are going to have loadouts again. Uh, we might have booty juice and a cooldown topic as well, and we'll make our checkpoint topic um, our thoughts about the Nintendo Direct. So, uh, please look forward to that more than you've probably looked forward to some of the shit you've seen um, over the first few days of this E3. Um, and just know that um, despite everything we've graded so far, we grade you an A+, because you've listened to our show, you've put up with us, and uh, you will get an S rating from us if you happen to Sex. subscribe to our podcast. Uh, follow us on the Twitters and Instagrams at CooldownTimePod, so our toxic ass opinions and E3 coverage will stay in your FOV. On behalf of Pablo, I'm Marco, you are welcome, and we will see you next time.